Mic check. Are we live? I think we're live. Hey, Judy, how's it going? Thank you for tuning in. Let me know if you can see and hear me. I had a little bit of a hiccup with the the audio uh, thing of the podcast. You know how it is. That's why it's called Unmuted. Anyway, John Baker, thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to episode 12 of Unmuted. If you're new here, my name is Adnan. And on this show, we talk about inspiration, motivation, and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. And that always includes you guys. Uh, you guys in the chat uh, can comment, ask questions, do whatever you want, um, and we will respond to it live. If you're listening to this uh, after the fact, if you're re-watching the video or listening to the audio, thank you as well. Everything uh, you guys do helps, uh, even if it's, uh, if it's watching it after. Um, it really goes a long way. And some of you may have noticed there's a... Uh, I have to get my mirroring right. See that little blue bar up in the corner there? Uh, that, oh wait, let me get a close-up of it. Let me see if I can get a... That thing is a goal I set for us. Thank you, John Baker. That thing is a goal I set for the tribe. See, if you like the video, if you share it, if you invite friends, we get a little message pop-up like that. Um, uh, because I really do appreciate everyone uh, contributing to the show. And... I set a goal for us, for the tribe, to hit 6K. Thank you, Shireen. Um, to hit 6K. And uh, let's see how many episodes it takes for us to hit uh, that 6K, 6,000 follows, 6,000 strong tribe. Um, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about all these little things that I uh, managed to figure out how to, how to put together. And a shout out to Fadi who designed everything on, on the screen that you guys are seeing. Um, but yeah, anyway, so share uh, the, the stream, like the video, uh, invite some friends to join the tribe if you think they'll like the content. Let's see if we can get it 6K. It'll be nice. Um, anyway, my guest today is a Dubai-based musician, Khan. Uh, he has years of experience under his belt. He's played probably hundreds of shows that I'd love uh, to talk to him about. Um, and uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna have a conversation about music, about life, and about a whole bunch of other things. So um, buckle up, stick around. Thank you, thank you, Tamimi, thank you, Shireen, thank you to everyone that's uh, that's going all out for this uh, thing. This is cool. Um, yeah, hit the intro. Welcome to the show, Ken. Hey, what's up? What's going How on, is, man? How's it going? It is going well, my friend. Uh, how, how's everything with you? Everything is... Uh, it's okay, man. You know what? I can't complain. It could be worse. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I hope everything looks and sounds okay and i was just i was just else. about to say uh guys if you can hear and see Khan properly give it a hit me with a thumbs up in the comments or or one of these things or just say we can hear you i mean i'm trying to use emojis as much as possible because it's the cool <laughs> thing to do <laughs> um so yeah man thanks for having me uh no no problem and i cannot believe we're gonna start on a negative note here Khan. i'm very disappointed Ooh. Ooh. I am uh, already. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a little angry. Uh, just started. <laughs> every, everyone's struggling 
with their um, grooming situation and you come on here with that beard and hair while I look like a plucked chicken feather sticking out of my thanks Jacob <laughs> chicken feathers are sticking out of my face what the hell man <laughs> I was gonna say that your beard looks badass bro what are you talking about it looks it looks just the way it's supposed to be and I'm just lazy bro that's why it, it just keeps growing uh, same with the hair so <laughs> well I'll uh I'll take that I'll take that compliment and uh, and run with it. <laughs> But um I gave you a little intro before the intro there. Uh just in your own words introduce yourselves to the people that might not know you. All right, cool. So, um my name is Khan and uh Dubai based, Dubai born musician, singer, songwriter. Uh play in a band, do a bunch of solo stuff. Uh I make a living playing music now it wasn't always this case but that's what i do now and yeah i'm just enjoying the ride and getting to meet people getting to know other musicians and trying to be as involved with the music community as i can you know that's, that's actually one of the show. one of one of the first things i want to talk to you about is i know mm-hmm. you through uh chronicles of khan uh, mm-hmm. i always thought that was a solo thing and you had uh members kind of like jump on for the live stuff. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought too, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys turned turned into a band eventually? Yeah, bro. See, um I had a band before Chronicles. Uh it's, it's I mean, it's you know, being in a band has its moments, good and bad. And Chronicles was supposed to be it was supposed to be what sound of nomads is now which is my solo thing and just me having some fun playing covers making you know experimental music and just trying to mess around with different genres but uh when i started playing the first i think three or four gigs i did as chronicles was alone years ago until a couple of friends noticed that and they said hey let's jam and as musicians i'm sure it works with most of us everybody loves to jam everyone loves to collaborate and if it if that collaboration works there's nothing like it um that happened with a couple of friends and before i knew it it became from a solo act to a duo from a tri- to a trio then there was four of us because we added drums um and it just kind of you know it, it was like a domino effect from there on and as much as i'd love to say that it was me plus session players it did not justify it it wasn't justifying what everyone else was contributing to that group to that band and uh we just started you know recognizing each other's skills and talents and contribution and, and we all, we've always kind of said it's a band ever since it's been a couple of years now that that kind of uh, was the it's not the exact same uh path thank you gilbert it's not the exact same path but um uh, svengali kind of took a similar route where it was like a couple of demos um then you know fadi jumped on to do the clean vocals then jm was like hey i'll only session for the live i don't want to commit to anything i i hate committing to bands uh and uh, tamimi <laughs> <laughs> and tamimi joined and uh, everyone was like yeah we'll we'll play a couple of shows and then it turned into this like Okay, we're taking this thing a little more a little more uh, seriously yeah, why than not? Uh, I mean, like I said, you know, if the chemistry is good and if it works, it clicks, those jams work out, then why not? Uh, in my case, I mean, when when the guys when we got together, 
I think the one thing that every one of us had in common in the band was that we all just wanted to go out there and play music live. We didn't think about making a record. Um, we never talked about, uh, hey, this thing can become something, so let's start writing. Our I mean, we had our own tunes and you know lyrics and riffs and this and that, but we never. That wasn't the intention. We just wanted to go out there and play live music, um, and that kind of was what started it all for us. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Khaled Tamimi, who <laughs> mentioned my ex-band members, my ex-band name on the on the chat. Uh, what's going on, Khaled? How's it going? Good to have you here, man. <laughs> he mentioned Universal Rogue in the chat there. Um, yeah, I think that, that was, was that band. was the first time I saw you uh, live. What was that show that happened like out in the desert on the like Amman border? Um, you were there. It was called uh, Rocktoberfest. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah, with you guys, mountains, you guys, and Good Friday. Uh, I forget who Good else Friday. was on. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, there was like man. a, a, a bike show. Yeah, man. I've, I've been, I wow. haven't missed a show in 10 years. I've, I'm wow. rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, well, it's, it's a shame that we've actually, well, technically, we've Thank still you, not Kim. hung out. You know? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off there. I was just, uh, uh, the, the alerts are throwing up. Uh, the, the tribe is going strong with the shares and the likes today. Thank you guys yeah, so man. much. Um, but yeah, we we have we've hung out um, in like the the music context at shows or or uh, through other musicians and stuff. But we've you and I have never had a had a hangout. What's up with that? No, we've never had that. We've never. And and you know the funny thing is we're actually I don't know if many of the guys in the chat knows, but we're neighbors. We live literally. I think five minutes away from each other now. You know what's crazy? I think there's like 500 musicians uh, that are in the radius, uh, uh, <laughs> a, a walking radius from my house. And yeah. We, we've yeah. only realized when people told us you're not supposed to go out that, damn, we should have started going out a lot earlier and meeting up with each yeah. other. Thanks, Mike. Um, uh, so uh, you, you mentioned in your intro that finally uh, you can make a living off uh, music full-time you're a full-time musician which yes, sir took a long journey i mean i know a little bit about that uh about your journey just from watching you but give us a rundown how how was it from just starting to play music until like you could say you know what i'm quitting my day job i'm doing music full-time it's a long oh, that's, a, that's a, long, a long big story, question <laughs> but yeah like let, just we're having a conversation let's let's kick into it yeah yeah man uh see i think most musicians and correct me if i'm wrong we we start off playing music because we have a passion for it we watched you know bands and our favorite uh singers and heroes and icons on tv and whatever on youtube and we kind of wanted to do that and everyone thinks that it's going to be so, an easy road who was your first? Who was that guy for you? Who was that band, the artist that you saw and went, this is what I want to do? Oh, it's, it, that's so cliche, bro. <laughs> uh, Who is it? Well, the first I, I, band... I'm I, hoping the answer doesn't isn't cliche. That's <laughs> bro, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah, it's... it's I mean, I grew up uh, watching... I mean, we, I think both of us, most of us grew up watching a lot of TV at that time, which at that time was... You know uh, what is what was it called? Top of the Pops and MTV and Chart Attack and 
I think VH1 was relatively new. So whatever bands were coming around at that time. Uh, I think we got uh, Can stuck. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw that um, or when he cut off for you. But um, but do let me know. Do let me know if uh, if he is stuck. It's fine. We can wait for him to to reconnect. Uh, let's jump into the comments while he reconnects with us here. Um, let's see. Kanda in the house. What is up, Mike? Judy uh, Ikim. Tell me if I'm uh, pronouncing your name wrong, bro. Ikim from the Philippines is tuning in. Jad, thank you for tuning in. Uh, who else is here? Shahzad, what's up? Nice one, guys. Do this more often. We, uh, I do. I'm going to start streaming this um, three times a week. Uh, so um, I think we got Can back. We're going to be doing this. Yeah, let me know if you can week. hear me. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, cool. Where did I cut, where did I get cut off? Uh, so we were watching TV. We were watching TV, and I grew up again. Just, I'm going to cut it short, but I grew up. Uh, Watching all those bands who were on at that time, from the grunge era to a few before that, from the glam glam rock era. Uh, when it comes to singing, I think the vocalist of Skid Row at that time, uh, what's it called, what's his name, Sebastian Bach, was a huge influence to me. I still listen to them a lot, actually. So there was a lot of that kind of music that I grew up listening to, and kind of molded into the you know kind of musician that I've become. Was that the question, by the way? Was is that what we're talking about? We're talking about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. It. It, it was. It was. Um, uh, but uh, I wanted. I wanted to focus more on like the the moment you realized like I could do this for a living. Uh, and yes. I, I might be able to like not do the day job plus n nighttime shows. I could actually just do the shows. Bro, I never. It's fuck man it was never a plan right because uh i think some of the guys who've been in dubai for a while the musicians we all had our day jobs most of us still do and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it because this country is made for stuff like that where you have to go and make a mo make money make earn a living have whatever you know pay off your rents and put food on the table and stuff like that and music doesn't allow that to happen too easily uh which makes it a tough choice for anyone to take up music as a full-time thing. For me, it was it happened by default because for most part of my life, I never, and believe me when I say this, it's not bullshit, I never expected to make money off music ever. I mean, I've played so many free shows that I know, I mean, there still is no music industry, that's what I believe. Yeah, think Having that notion that I'm going to make money off music was never priority number one ever um so i was just kind of doing what i liked and you know i think eventually an agent uh saw me play at one of the open mic nights and he said hey man would you be interested in doing a residency once a week and this was not too long ago this was maybe about four or five years ago um and i said yeah man i don't mind i'll give it a shot and it's i mean the rest is history you know i've been doing that stuff on a weekly basis uh you might call it a sellout and I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I'm getting to go out there and just meet a lot of meet a lot of different people, play songs, which I never thought I'd play, but also play some of my favorite songs and kind of do what I like to do. And it, it's, it makes me happy, man. So I'm good with that. I, I would never call um, anyone, uh, not 
anyone making a living out of anything they love, whether it's music or uh, film or otherwise, I would never call that a sellout. Whatever it is you're doing, as long as you're passionate about it, I think that's the win. It doesn't matter how much uh, money you actually make. It's it's just about the how you get it, and you're getting it the way you've always wanted to, right? Appreciate you're, it, man. You're making uh, making money out of music. You're you're staying afloat uh, from that yeah. stuff. So I don't think there's ever going to be a, a sellout kind of conversation, not from my end anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how it was, and I mean, obviously, the dream when I was back in uni and uh, college and growing up uh, was different. It was like, hey man, we're gonna create, a, I mean, probably most of us had that where we're gonna have a band, we're gonna write our songs, we're gonna tour, we're gonna make music videos, we're gonna, you know, do that. But let's be honest, man, you grow up and life happens and you realize which part of the world you're in. And it's, there's a lot of things that kind of, you know, come in the way but there's a lot of things that you realize are not the same or as easy as you think they are as you grow older but uh, I think the key is not to give up man a lot of people end up giving up a lot of them to, to tap into something you said earlier and what you were just saying you, you mentioned like there's no real music industry here um, no there isn't man <laughs> what like th that this is a conversation i know a lot of musicians are having and uh, some of them are in the comments right now so guys chime in um feel free even even if it's not about the industry within the uae if, if it's localized to your uh region but like what what are we doing wrong what's you've been uh, in even when you were um doing other kinds of work not music full-time you were always involved in music somehow what's yeah. what are we what are we doing wrong in the industry here what why can't local bands uh make it uh out, out in the uae um bro i think it's the, the the answer for that is much more beyond about what we're doing wrong i don't necessarily think that we as musicians songwriters producers even even electronic musicians i don't think they're doing anything wrong i think it's just the nature of where we live uh, I mean, geographically, look around us. I mean, there's not a lot of countries around us who even have what we have. So there are positive sides to it. But when I say there's no music industry is because when we look at bands who are in Europe or bands who are in parts of America or Australia, Canada, wherever it is, uh, even, even, even places like India and Pakistan, there actually is a music industry. There actually is a bunch of record labels independent labels big big labels who are actively scouting and looking for musicians and bands who they feel can help them and their businesses and vice versa because at the end of the day music on a macro scale is a business it's not always going to be a passion for us i mean local musicians in dubai uh always talk about how they should get paid for their music and their gigs which is true uh, I'm totally down for that stuff, but you got to understand that it's not as easy as just getting paid. Um, the, the, the scene over here has always changed. It's never remained the same. There's always been um, bands coming in and out. There's always been bands which are disbanding for a lot of the wrong reasons. Um, and when I say wrong reasons, it's not because they had ego clashes, but a band say a band gets together in a high school in i don't know in seattle just throwing a city out there 
they're probably going to go through school as a band. And once they graduate, they'll still be together because that's their hometown. And eventually work hard enough to be discovered. They're probably going to go on a road trip and do a bunch of road shows. Uh, again, Seattle's part of the greater United States, and they're probably going to do a tour as much as they can around the United States, which is a lot of eyeballs, a lot of shows, a lot of places before eventually some A&R manager or artist manager is going to discover them and put them on a festival circuit, uh, start getting them independent shows. I mean, it's there's so much to it. It's, it's hard to put it into a small paragraph. Now, coming back to Dubai, that doesn't exist here, man. I mean, I know we, we have friends who are signed up to labels, but let's be honest, that's not done jack shit, man. You can, it's, it's great for an Instagram post, or, yeah. you know, a couple, some social media PR. It's great for that. And it's great for, for a discussion. If you're trying to book yourself a gig, you can go like, hey, I'm signed to XYZ label. But it's not really going to help you because you're in the same boat as the underground musicians, which is, I, I guess, I don't know if you guys are, I don't think Swangali signed on to anyone yet. Correct me no. if I'm wrong. No, we're not signed. Yeah, so um, we have so, uh, Metal so, East Records helping us with distribution. Um, but I mean, that's just Matsum helping us out. He's a, he's a homie and he's a part of the, yeah, yeah, the family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so bands like us who are independent or underground, I mean, there's nothing that is being given to a signed artist in Dubai uh, that is that we can't get on our own. If that makes sense to you right now, but I think that there's a bigger there's a bigger um, discussion here because I think I don't know if labels do anything anymore. Not just the ones here, but I mean in general, other than the the, the physical connection between the label to a booking agent or the distribution line. Um, I don't know if the labels are what they used to be, like in terms of the advance and stuff like that. I'm not uh, sure. They're, they're, I'm not signed. I mean, they're definitely I'm not, not what they used to be. No, no, they're definitely not what they used to be 20 years ago, bro. But a label, a big label, any big label uh, that I mean that's out there picking up some of the big bands has uh, enough pull in various music festivals. Not nationally. Now, I'm not talking about US anymore. I'm talking about. I mean, you the bands who do world tours i'm talking about bigger bands they don't do that by one guy calling up people in different countries it's one label who's got subsidiaries and all across the world who are all connected and they put up a whole tour for these guys and eventually it make they make it happen um there's a lot of money that goes into that it's millions of dollars again i'm talking about the bigger bands uh so that kind of infrastructure doesn't exist here um you might see the labels uh, have offices here. I mean, I know Sony's got an office here. Universal has an office here. Uh, BMG used to have an office here once upon a time. Uh, a couple of them do, but they're not here to pick artists. They're here to just distribute, uh, you know, artists from the US. They, they're here to put Taylor Swift in the record stores and stuff like that. They're here to manage that kind of stuff. But uh, they have, of course, signed up with some of the local musicians, but how that's made a difference to their career is very questionable very questionable yeah yeah it's, it's a i think it's a such a like a massive gray area for me personally cause, just because i don't know enough about labels i've always in, been in metal yeah. bands and but the uh, real question bro the real question for bands like us is not about whether there should be a music industry or not the, the real question is that what are we doing to contribute to create that industry in Dubai. 
Absolutely. so many bands who've broken up. Who've broken up. Uh, when earlier I said they're bands that break up for the wrong reasons. The reason I said that is because there's a lot of bands. It might be wrong in my eyes, and by all means, anyone feel free to comment on this. Uh, it's not. It's not like I'm making a statement, but. For example, there's my band, my ex-band Universal Rogue, or even Chronicles of Han. We've gone through so many band members, so many band members. It's not even funny. Some of them had to leave the country uh, because they wanted to migrate to for for a better life. Some of them had to leave the country because they had no other choice. Uh, some of them got married, so they don't have the time to commit to a band. It's not their priority because they don't make money off it, and they have to feed their kids. So there's so many reasons like that, and you can't. If you're a person who's leading a band, which I'm guessing in your case you probably are, uh, but in my case I can't do anything about that. I can't stop my band members and go like, "No, dude, what the fuck are you doing? This is like our dream. We're on a roll. We're doing so many gigs. We're making music. We have a studio. Blah blah blah." It's just not attractive enough for them to stick around in a band. Again, some guys are much more committed. Some guys give it 200% and they're like, "Fuck this. This is what I want to do." and they're much more focused and it's it's great to have those kind of guys because eventually those guys have some skills and stories to share with other people to kind of inspire them to stick around again that's just me talking man my uh, my contribution my way of uh, always uh, trying to contribute to the the scene is doing stuff like this like the podcast it's amazing um, I, i've talked it's i've amazing. talked about it in uh, in previous episodes where like way back in the day like 2006 we we tried to start like an interview thing uh, we called the Camelhead podcast we did a bunch of interviews i think it was on myspace i had like the have you seen that videos on youtube um i'd always uh, i i even did a bunch of music videos and stuff for local bands and anything i can contribute uh, from my end in terms of like making the an independent band have as much as much as much as many resources as uh as anyone else um i think yeah. i think was my my way of doing uh, my part for the scene and i think Bro, that's it's the brilliant. bigger it's it's brilliant uh, i'm not saying this to flatter you but i think i genuinely think it's brilliant that you and there are there have been other guys in the past who've done similar stuff they've done it uh the shitty thing and i really hope that i mean your show unmuted you know it it lasts period i hope it lasts it, it doesn't you know phase out because in the past that's what's happened um many years ago there was a guy i forgot his name i think his name was joe something uh arab expat joe, joe akavi yeah 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 he's still around he's still around well again i don't think we've me and him have ever met but correct me if i'm wrong he used to run a website called fry.com ages yes, ago yes sir yeah 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 that was, was that a, a once a forum based website for the people that don't know it was a know. forum it was a forum so that bro those were great times because i think that was one of the first online presence that was there for yeah. musicians in dubai yeah and uh, you know ever since then <laughs> that's maya <laughs> hey maya that's my that's my puppy man So ever since then there've been so many more uh platforms like not just for rock I mean just just generally for music across the by there was Triple W once upon a time there was White Cube Studios in Abu Dhabi I remember there that. was uh there was a bunch of them and they've all kind of wrapped up and left for various reasons and you know the shitty thing is that there's not a lot of people who know about fried.com There's not a lot not of anymore who, anyway, yeah. 
not anymore. And a few years later, nobody would remember Triple W. Nobody would remember White Cube. Nobody would remember a lot of these things because all the new kids that be coming out with music later on would be thinking that hey, Dubai doesn't have a music scene. Let's create it. So there'll be yeah. some kid in the future who's going to be doing a you know his own version of Unmuted if Unmuted ever shuts down, and God forbid that happens. But I hope I'm aiming to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you do, man. That's why I said it's brilliant what you're doing. But I, but it's because of reasons like that. It, it that contributes to not having a music community or a music industry out here because it all kind of comes to an end at some point, which is a sad part. Perfect segue into what uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about. You are also one of those people I believe that have actively been trying to either uh, give back to the scene somehow in terms of what you can provide or be part of the scene that uh, that is thriving and get other people on board, even if it was at shows or not, um, uh, to to kind of pick up the scene. I want to talk to you about yeah, Amped. Try. You had a you had a let's thing talk about Amped, Amped, man. Let's let's promote and, the shit out of that <laughs> and the, and the Amped cast. I'm going to cut to um, the logo <laughs> the right now. Cast. I want to. You you had your own podcast that uh, is basically the same thing as Unmuted. Uh, you talk to a bunch of creative people about the things mm-hmm. they do, and um, mm-hmm. you had a really sick setup, and it ended like we were just saying. Things end here, yeah, um, and uh, yeah. and people move out, people move in, things get expensive. Let's let's talk yep. a little bit about Ant Man. Yeah, let's do it. So, what's what's the question? What do you want to talk the about? The question is, what is Ant? How and okay. why is it not around anymore? Well, not the uh, concert series, the the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is Amped? Amped uh, is a platform, I guess, uh, for musicians and mainly musicians. Uh, when it started, it's a funny story. This is going to go back into the days of Music Room, um, 2013, maybe 13 or 14. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, there was a concert that was going to take place at Music Room, and it was a concert for Gilby Clark, uh, who was uh, one of the founding guys of Guns N' Roses. I think he was one of the founding guys, or he was one of the really earlier band members. Um, and he was coming down to Dubai to play a gig. And Chronicles was relatively new, and we got uh, asked to open for that show, and we were stoked about it because I think at that time. We we had never opened for anyone of that scale, so as a band we were super excited. We were, you know, we, uh, as a Dubai band we were doing what we needed to do. We were practicing, rehearsing. We were going to Nash's place every couple of days, and we we're like, okay, with this show's coming up, uh, designing our flyers, promoting it online, and I think maybe two weeks or a, or a week and a half before the actual show, Gilby canceled. He was not showing up, and. It was funny because the first thing that came to my mind is like, "Oh fuck, man! Gilby Clark canceled. Who the fuck's gonna come and watch Chronicles? Nobody even knows us." And that was that's a true story. But the music room guys, uh, who the, the manager at that time was like, "Listen, Khan, if you guys want to still play, the night is yours." And Again, it goes back to what I was thinking. I was like, "Dude, no one's gonna just come and watch Chronicles of Khan." You know, like it's it's doesn't work that way. It's weird. Maybe I just didn't believe in the band that much. I don't know. So a uh, couple of us in the band were like, "Yo, let's just kind of put together a night, invite some of the bands, and uh, give it a name." 
And that's exactly how AMP started off. Uh, it was, there was no plan. There was no, you know, two month plan for us to start a promoter's night, nothing like that. And we just thought AMP was a cool name rather than calling it, uh, Chronicles of Khan and Friends live in concert. That would have been a blow to us. Uh, so AMP sounded good. And you know what? I remember the, that around that time when we started asking other bands, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised that so many of the guys that we asked were like, yo, we're on board. Let's do this. Let's play this gig. And we did, we, we called it Amped Volume 1. And uh, when uh, the night got over, it had some good response. People enjoyed it. They said, let's do another one. We said, okay, let's do another one. We did Volume 2. And trust me when I say this, that at that time, we were literally just calling Music Room up and we're like, hey, do you have a free Friday night? and we'd like to do another gig yeah i, I just wanted to it jump was, in and say i love i love the commitment of putting a volume one uh because <laughs> i'm one of those guys that i'll call anything episode one just so i can make sure that there's an episode two because <laughs> yeah, right? when, when you put that out there volume one means there might be a volume two and it kind of like in the yeah, back of your head yeah. you just trigger yeah, yourself man. to try and do it <laughs> 100% man I mean we had a we had a good response for that because but and for me a good response means when we ask bands and musicians because we went all out bro like there was I think four chronicles was four guys at that time and we all asked our friends in the in the rock and roll scene and stuff and uh, we had a lot of them say that we're going to be a part of this and to some of them Uh, we had to say, listen, the night's only going to last four or five hours because I think they wanted to put up a DJ before or after. I can't remember. Or it was the house band. I can't remember. But uh, we said that because we had to say no to those guys, it just made sense to do volume two. And we did three of them. And after that, we stopped because we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into in terms of this becoming a regular night or this becoming a music concept or uh, stuff like that. There was no plan. Uh, so we stopped it and we were like, uh, you know, we, we need to get on with our lives and do what we're doing. And it would have been great to have some knowledge from organizers and event promoters to say, hey, you can actually do this and it can become something. But we didn't. Uh, so <laughs> that's when AMP ended, actually, the live shows. Fast forward to 2018, 2019, no, 2018. We kicked it all, off. It all feels open. like a blur at this point <laughs> after, after yeah, quarantine man, dude, for two I can, months. I can keep rambling on, by the way. So, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just, again, like you said, we're just talking, right? So I, I'm no, we're just talking, going. man. We're just talking. I want to know about the AmpCast yeah. now, and then we're going to jump into the comments. They're piling up. These guys are very talkative today. Thank you guys, everyone, <laughs> for tuning in. I just I just uh, glimpsed at the laptop and I saw Khalid Tamimi's uh, comment. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I What haven't seen him Khaled, in a long time. But Khaled Tamimi saying, I still remember the shots at that gig. I do not remember the shots at that gig. I remember we had them, but uh, <laughs> everything after that was a blur. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, tell me, times. tell me, tell me about the Ampcast. You started the the, uh, the podcast uh, in 2019. Um, 2019, yeah, yeah. Tell so, me about uh, that. What was the what was the like initial idea of it? Because I I feel like it's super similar to uh, to what we're doing now. To kind of unmuted and and the stuff I have planned for this podcast. Yeah, uh, I won't get 
too into details. I mean, so I'll, I'll try to keep it short, but we were we we brought AMP back into the live scene by organizing open mic nights uh, because I think what happened was at some of the gigs we did as a band, we had friends and these these a lot of new kids who would come up and they'd be like, hey, you know, can we do gigs together or? uh can can we do collaborations and stuff like that or can we jam together the word jam goes around a lot like there's so many times musicians meet up and they'd be like yo we should jam you know and it just never happens so we were like okay let's let's try to put together a jam night and uh i think it just made sense to call it amp and that was a I wouldn't say it was a success but it was fun to have those nights because we'd have musicians come in to perform and just hang out and it was kind of cool and fun we had musicians who were a bit more established in the scene uh and we had musicians we'd never met these guys were fresh graduates and it was just cool to kind of have them on stage and just kind of vibe off each other and that kind of gave birth to the Amcast because what happened was as we hang out we get to know each other we get to know each other's stories and trust me some of these stories are really fascinating on why some of these kids are getting into music or you know the journeys that they've had to take to become musicians uh you know because of cultural differences because of age differences some of that shit is so mind blowing and that gave birth to the amcast because we wanted to basically invite these performers on this video podcast uh setup similar to what we're doing now and just kind of have them tell their story uh the only i think criteria was to have people who've actually performed on amped to be given the chance to come and tell their stories uh and it just made sense cuz it kind of tied into the brand like that uh the reason we stopped amped which was the shitty part is that uh, we didn't know where we were taking it man i mean and i say we because there was just more than me it wasn't just me alone uh at the time we started amcast there was like four guys all from the music scene who were saying that this should be done and we should do this and it's a good idea and we're like okay let's do it let's try it out um so i think five or six episodes into it we were like this is awesome but where are we taking it and the reason i said that now is because it goes back to what i said earlier that music is a business and if you don't treat it like a business sooner or later you're going to have to give up some aspect of it and it was coming to a point where if we didn't figure out how we're going to fund amtcast and where we want to take it and what exactly are we trying to give back to the community it was really it didn't make sense for us to keep doing it because it's it's not rocket science man i mean you you can you can put together a setup and i mean we're doing it right now which yeah. is amazing and that's why i said I, i hope you have a place where you want to take this show because of course it has potential you you're getting people onto it because they have stories to talk about the music scene and you're literally building a scene as you talk to these people thank you man thank you i really appreciate um, that coming from you yeah and you know I mean it's also the fact that the people you're working with I mean I think in your case with unmuted you're kind of doing this as a one man show correct me if yeah. I'm wrong Yeah yeah I uh Fadi Shami helped me out with the design uh he's from okay. a band called Aramake uh so I know Fadi man Fadi is Fadi is such a sweetheart man I love that yeah, guy 
the the splatter and all that cool stuff that you guys see that's uh he, yeah, he designed yeah. that um but other than that yeah i'm i'm rocking it uh solo oh I man can i give a camera. shout out to fadi it's been it's been ages since i've seen him yeah yeah absolutely man he's uh yeah, Fadi, what's going Fadi. on brother long time and i hope i hope you're doing well i hope you're doing safe and i hope i hope we get to hang out once all this kind of uh you know dies down a little bit but yeah man speaking of him he was he was the first uh episode he was the first episode of, of unmuted he was the guinea pig that i tested this idea on and um i think like you were saying this is for me this is um not only a way to like uh connect and and just have some uh, some form of content like this isn't just solely entertainment in my eyes i think mm-hmm. the just because of the amount of uh, creative people um i'm lucky to know like yourself like uh, everyone that's been on the last 11 episodes and a whole bunch more i think there's a lot of stories not only to tell in, uh, for entertainment but it kind of uh, motivates and inspires uh indirectly other yep. people that are watching um if like the the reason i uh, listen to a lot of the podcasts i do is because they tell their stories but in a way it kind of i link it back to the way i was or the way i am doing something and yeah. makes me th- rethink the path and in a lot yeah. of times it just makes me uh it pushes me to like well fuck they can do it i can too right you know what i mean it, it has that kind of uh sense to it so i know for a lot of musicians listening uh and watching right now um in the comments just the fact that you uh push through and do music full-time is something that is very inspiring to a lot of people thank you man i'm glad that they feel inspired that's that's just amazing to vibe off uh but ending the topic on Ampcast, uh we stopped it because i think everyone in the team at that time uh were i mean number one they were struggling with their personal lives because Ampcast wasn't something that was giving us an income uh it we never started it thinking that it's going to give us an income and that was one of the reasons we had to stop it is because there was a lot of time and effort uh money that was going into it uh and we were like okay unless we figure out how we can do this show uh and fund the show by kind of how do i put this having an income from the show you know kind of driving it yeah in, so it's like self su- self sustaining uh, it didn't make sense yeah there you go that's the word i was looking for man <laughs> i'm sorry i i am a college dropout so i kind of miss out on those big words <laughs> so <laughs> that, yeah that that word did not come from college for me either trust me <laughs> Well, you know what? I definitely missed out on something, so I missed out on that word. But yeah, it wasn't self-sustaining, and that was the reason why we kind of—I'd like to say—we put it on hold, and that hold kind of turned in from from days to weeks to months um, until recently, because we've been in lockdown. I went back into the archives, and I realized that there was a bunch of shows that we never aired, so we kind of threw one of them out there a couple of weeks ago, uh, and we just said, you know the. The least we can do right now is kind of use those archived shows and put them out there because I think the guys who we interviewed deserve that kind of recognition. Uh, so you'll be seeing some of the old stuff coming out and we're working on how to kind of bring it back, but with a bigger purpose, you know? Um, and at the same time, knowing that, you know, knowing that shows like Unmuted exist, I think even uh, as, of, as of last week, uh, Assad started a show on his on his chat on his 
page. Yeah, uh, uh, he does it. Uh, he streams on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's good to see all this stuff happening, and I really, really hope it lasts because that's the only way the scene is going to remain a scene. Um, Absolutely. And I and I hope that when Amcast does come back, it's got something to offer and contribute to the community as well, man. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I, I hope to see it back as soon as possible too, man. Um, let's jump into the comments real quick. Uh, mm. Let's see. Let's do that. Khal Tamim says, "By the way, I watch this podcast as religiously as I used to tune into Dragon Ball Z as a kid. Love it, dude. Those uh, those are some mighty kind words. Thank you so much, brother. And I'm super stoked that you did get your uh, close friend and." Um, I don't see as often, but we get to have conversations on air now because of this stuff. Uh, Judy says, Sebastian, hell yes, personal friend of mine, uh, Baz, B-A-Z. Oh, cool. Judy, you know Sebastian Back? That's crazy. What? Shout out to Judy. Mike says, Sebastian Back is a killer singer, one of the first rock musicians <laughs> to be on Broadway. Uh, more specifically, he did Phantom of the Opera, I think. I'm not sure. We're going to have to fact check with Can. Um, I'm not a big Sebastian Bach fan. I don't, I don't really know a lot. Khalid uh, <laughs> uh, uh, saying uh, it's not selling out. Going to play music for a living is a beautiful thing. I absolutely agree. Thank you, Khalid. Absolutely it, agree. Mike agrees. Uh, Luki was in the house. I'm not sure if you're still around, Luki, but thank you for tuning in. Um, we were talking music. I know you're a big fan of uh, the independent artists, and you do your own. Uh, versions of of this you you talk to artists and industries and record labels and all that stuff so i don't know what uh lukey's uh link is but i can't click it sorry brother uh it'll it'll cut this whole thing up um khalid was saying uh, i think the definition of an industry is what gives it off there's a there's definitely an industry here there's such a vibrant music scene from the cover circuit to the local underground scene in terms of industry as a business no we were too late and didn't get the chance that the west had with the decades long head start in terms of a label touring and making it uh yeah very well put very well said as well um i i completely agree i think uh, i think touring is another thing that uh that puts a dent in in uh, the music industry the music scene here um it's not as easy for everyone as yeah, it I is think, uh, abroad i just go I'll, i'll just comment on that same comment uh, and jump in mm-hmm. uh i think khalid is right and i agree with him but i think he's also kind of answered what i was trying to say earlier is that when he says there is definitely an industry here and the second line right after that is there is such a vibrant music scene I agree with him. There is a music scene. It's vibrant. It's it's got a lot of talent, a lot of different genres of music. But that's what it is. It's a scene. And you like you said in the next paragraph in terms of a business industry that doesn't exist and I think that is where we miss out as musicians because we're not going to remain young teenagers forever who are just going out there to play out of passion, man. I mean eventually Uh I think I actually I think Khalid plays a couple of gigs a week as well and he's a full-time musician so he he gets it but everybody wants to kind of pursue their passion as a full-time gig. Um so yeah I just wanted to say he's right on that point but it's the business part that we need. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just skipping through long live unmuted Mike. Thank you. Munir is in the house. Munir what is up? Thank you for tuning in. Uh let's see um Munir Balbaki 
Yeah, Munir's in the house. What is up? What Nikhil up, Munir? is in the house. Nikhil saying lovely stuff, Adnan. Well done. Thank you so much, my brother. What is we gotta up, get you Nikhil? On one of these episodes, you have a lot of stories, too. Um, yeah. uh, thank you for tuning in. Judy saying music room was the shit. It was. Rest in peace, music room. Uh, I still remember the shots of the bar. Motor Militia, a great Bahraini metal band are in the house. Great to see this making its roots. It's great to promote the live scene here. Nice work, Adnan. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, John Baker saying, Amptcast, I will have to check that out. You do, man. Um, There's a bunch of episodes on YouTube. Uh, It'll be linked in the description of the video when we're done. Uh, so head over there, check it out, or just search Amptcast uh, over on YouTube. But don't click away. Don't be rude. Yeah, don't click away. <laughs> don't leave. I uh, like what's happening right now, man. This is a cool vibe. Hitish saying, Khan representing G-Shock as usual. We need Casio to sponsor you. Yeah, sponsors. I <laughs> uh, wish they would sponsor, man. Uh, I'll be honest. I did approach Casio once because I genuinely like their watches. Uh, I'm very old school that way. I don't have smart watches. I did get one, and I, it just—I'm not a big fan of smart watches, man. I don't know where this conversation is going to go, but I've got a lot of <laughs> Casio watches. I've got a lot of Casio watches, and yeah, it's—it's it's, whatever. It's a different conversation for some other time. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I don't lean one way or another heavily whether the watch should be smart or not, but. Uh, yeah. Um, on, on I'll, with the you know what? Fuck it. Now that you brought it up, I'll tell you why I don't like smart watches. It's because I have to charge them every night, and I can't do that yeah. because I want to just, you know, strap it on and leave. So I yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like the fact that Casio still has their, I don't know, ten-year batteries, and some of the watches are now solar powered. So whatever. <laughs> uh, you, you definitely feel passionately about this. So I gotta say. <laughs> Bro, I've got, I've got, I'm not, okay, you know what? I'm not going to boast about it, but I've, I think I've got over 150 Casio G-Shock watches. So, yeah. That is I a am lot. passionate about Yeah, that, that is true passion right there. Um, Josh, mm-hmm. what is up, Josh Saldana? Thank you for, for tuning in. He's asking you a question. Dude, Khan, I've always wondered mm-hmm. how many women have thrown themselves at you when you had the Cal Drogo look? What? <laughs> Did he really write that? Or are you making it up? No, that's in the comments. I can pin it so you can see it. That Josh, comment is not, Josh, not I haven't pinned. Wow, man. Hey, what's up, Josh? Uh, it's. I don't know. I think I'm a little surprised that he's asking me that question because he's got a beard and long hair too. So, uh, no, this is not a call. Ma- maybe maybe he's uh, <laughs> trying to get a, a reference, uh, an A B check. Hey, if he knows something that I don't know, then it's a different story. Plus, uh, I've got my lady watching the show in the next room. So I've been with her for 10 years. And uh, that's the end of that question. (laughs) Answer. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Josh, for that uh, awkward question. Um, (laughs) Where are we at? I'm going to unpin that from from the chat. Uh, Where are we? Um... Can't seem to share the picture. Yeah, the 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 tribe, man. The tribe always always comes out swinging. It's amazing. Bro, you gotta make some kind of uh, since we, you know, you're calling it a tribe, and I noticed that yesterday on the show, which I think is super cool. You should have one of those Wakanda forever kind of things, you know, so that (laughs) like a like a a gesture. I punched my yeah a gesture. (laughs) 
<laughs> It'd be funny. <laughs> um, I, I, guys, tribe, if you guys are uh, are into this, should we have a gesture? Should we like make a little secret handshake, uh, or uh, some 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 form of like symbol? I don't know. That, that sounds more culty than <laughs> than uh, than tribe. Like if we have a symbol, right? I mean, I don't know if you want to put rules to it, but I'm just suggesting. You know, it's, I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to get the people going. Uh, thank you, Judy, for saying my hair is awesome. Uh, I'm sure you've got awesome hair too. Uh, <laughs> Munir Moon is one funny man. <laughs> Moon, thank you for tuning in. Uh, punching mics can be the future. Thank you, Abdul Qadir, for tuning in. Uh, no gang signs, please. No, none, Sean. No gang signs here. But speaking of uh, cult-like symbols, mm. um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, Sound of Nomads. So you, uh, the Chronicles of Khan was your band, um, which had your name in it, but then your solo thing, and I'm throwing up the logo now, Sounds of Nomads is uh, just you alone uh, doing your, your, your own solo uh, music. Um, and uh, the logo is amazing. I really like it. I like, I like logos that look like uh, they're going to they're gonna be great tattoos. I don't know if that makes sense ah. to anyone in the, in the comments. But um, I want to know what, what, the, what, what are your plans for it? Uh, are you going to record uh, an album? Is there music videos? Is there more, uh, more things on the horizon? Uh, for Sons of Nomad, given that uh, obviously everything goes back to normal. Everything will go back to normal, man. Believe in it. Uh, <laughs> it has to. <laughs> we, we, I no, believe. I'm, I just, I don't know when. <laughs> I know that's, you know, I think that is the only thing that's driving a lot of people insane because it's so uncertain, right? And I, I, I hope things get back to, you know, things get moving again. So let's start with that. Let's start what you're you've been doing because I saw on, I've I saw on, I've seen your quarantine streams uh, on on Facebook and you do a bunch of stuff on Instagram as well. Uh, what, how have you been keeping busy? A full time musician that where live shows was a, your regular thing. What have you been doing in quarantine? Oh uh, man, now. I have I haven't. I'll be honest, bro. I haven't felt so useless <laughs> in a very long time because uh, ever since I took up music, uh, you know what, I should rephrase that, ever since I quit working 9 to 5 I've always kind of felt that I need to find something to keep myself busy because being in a place like Dubai and not having a regular income can drive you insane, so the, the full time musician part came much later now, fast forward to now a few years later that I've been doing regular gigs and it's my thing and that's how I make money and all that jazz I think it, March 14th or March 13th was when I played my last gig at uh, Perry and Blackwelder PNB. it's a pub down in Medina and very chilled out place but I played that gig knowing that it's going to be the last one because they had told me as I arrived that, yo, man, uh, after tonight, you won't have to come back because next week we're shutting down the pub. And I was like, okay, this is kind of expected because by March, we all kind of knew what was happening with this COVID-19 situation. Yeah. Um, bro, I've never been so bored at home not being able to do anything because going out there 
once, twice, thrice a week to play these gigs was honestly, it was that was it was kind of work, you know. That's that's I I used to look forward to it because I enjoyed doing it, and I used it's you get to meet a lot of people, and you just kind of try out you know songs that you never think you'd be playing and stuff. Being stuck at home sucked, uh, and I think the first week I just was trying to figure out what am I going to do uh, before shit really gets boring and frustrating. So I think one of the things I did was I took a quick drive down to the studio um, and I and I brought home a small interface and a couple of MIDI players and stuff so I can continue making music at home, number one. Uh, number two, I started doing these uh, videos on Facebook where I'm playing a cover song um, because thanks to my wife i was practicing at home one day and i was playing i think hallelujah or something and she started filming it and she started i think she was she she put it live on facebook i think that video is still there somewhere on my on my page and i was a little hesitant because i had never done that before uh go live like that i've been told to do it but i just never did it and it kind of got you know enough response for me to feel good about just myself being at home and doing this and that's how the quarantine session started because i was just like fine fuck it if i can't go out there and play i'm just gonna stay at home and still play and just put the stuff online and do my thing um and i think it was probably one of the best things i did because uh last week i was asked to perform for this online virtual festival of sorts by jameel art foundation Wow. Uh, and uh, it honestly was I, it left me in awe because I was like wow I, I never thought that this could become another stream of income in a situation yeah. like this but it did and you know it's, it's, it's amazing to kind of just how do I put it in words it's amazing to kind of just follow what you love doing because you never know how it's gonna you know come back and reward you absolutely i think i think what the this quarantine and with the lockdown and what people and or how people are using uh, live streaming and live platforms uh, myself included i mean this conversation now is us and a whole lot more people um contributing to to the conversation the way live streaming has changed uh, the the field the industry not not yeah. even the industry yeah. all industries um uh, has been major but even more so now in the lockdown because people have realized that they could do so much uh, with the tools they already have and a little uh, laptop and a iMac or a webcam um, and a, a phone mic or whatever it is and you can communicate your message yeah, yeah. you can deliver your music you can have yeah. that meeting um, I think what's going to happen after <clears throat> this is a lot more people are going to realize just how uh, little you need to physically be in different places you don't like small businesses don't need big uh, uh, offices now to rent out and a bunch of yeah. cubicles where people are sitting next to each other. Everyone's working from home. And yeah. we, we proved it. It's the businesses are still running, working from home. Um, and the musicians, every, I, I think every single musician I know um, has done at least one live stream in the last couple of months. Um, and it's been yeah, like a killer. Not even like just like 
you know, a, a, a simple, uh, hey guys, here's my new song. Like they've been full on performances, including yours, which I think are, are one of the coolest things to, to see. Like if musicians um, start using the live stream with or without the quarantine, uh, I think it also adds that like whole other dimension of getting to know uh, the, the, your favorite musicians. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I did see a couple of them do it. And I think it's amazing because, uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm all up for doing live stuff at a venue with an, an actual audience because I genuinely fucking love that. It, it really it makes me feel amazing. Uh, but this was a good alternative in, you know, in times of COVID-19. I did see your band member, JM, do uh, a performance with his girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah, right? so uh, yeah, J- JM and Laura do. Um, Laura, uh, they used who to are also the- my neighbors, by the way. They live in the next block. Oh, really? So yeah, it is a walk yeah. away, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they used to do this thing called Acoustic Mondays, uh, where they'd post uh, once every week, um, just an edited video, recorded okay. audio and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. when all this went down, uh, JM figured out how to how to mic it up. I think. He eventually didn't mic it up, but um, they just went live and thought, let's take requests from the comments. And it was one of the (laughs) very cool uh, interactive kind of shows. Yeah, bro. It was fun. I saw them. I saw her. Both of them. They were doing a cover of Ed Sheeran's. uh, One of the Ed Sheeran songs, which you don't get to hear a lot of people cover. Oh, that's uh, one of my favorite. they, They did Icy Fire. I, is it yes it's called icy yeah. fire it's from that yeah, movie yeah. the hobbit i, I yeah. fucking love that song they did a great job so uh shout out to those guys yeah but yeah it's it's uh it's been very very refreshing to see everyone using live streams um this much i'm gonna jump into the comments real quick one great yeah, thing about being uh quarantined is tons of time to practice sean that's definitely the silver lining um for for a lot of people when you try to like oh, sean's look- sean's here sean sean oh there you go sean's, sean's, here, uh, sean's yeah. the guitar player from chronicles man thank you What's for up, tuning sean? in sean um, absolutely i think i think it is uh, uh, a silver lining uh, approach to look at things there's I, I've said this before, but there's two groups of uh, thought. Basically, a lot of people are like, this is the time I'm going to use uh, to work, uh, gym, whatever it is, uh, as hard as I can. And other people are like, you know, this is the time to reflect and look inward and kind of be one with the stillness what? kind of thing. There are, um, I think what? the balance, the balance is the best. Uh, <laughs> I talked about it with um, with Samia, who's a life coach on this podcast and she was talking about how balance is is the best Um, but yeah practice is one way to to keep it going Uh, Judy says I do believe Khan has surpassed the usual group of tribe members in one live show 22 you got 22 new follows on this uh, on this page Khan so thank um, you Judy for putting that out there and thank thank you Adnan for making this happen it's not me man it's all of us right it's the tribe absolutely it is the tribe and for those that are tuning in late um, or tuning in just now as well Joy how's it going thank you for tuning in I know you're working she says hi jumped in for 30 minutes working thank you Joy Um, so the the plan is what we did here is if you see on top of me there's a little blue bar um, and I'll get the close up of it right now Uh, This blue bar is a uh, goal I've set for us here in the tribe for this page. Um, You could see that it's so close to 6K. It's so hard to do this mirrored. Uh, We're so close to 6K. So uh, that's our goal. We're going to see how many episodes it takes us to get to 6,000 tribes members. 
tribes people uh, on this page. Tribe, um, tribes, men and women. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, so share the page, uh, like, share the stream, like the page, do all that stuff. Invite your friends. Let's see uh, how many people we can get in uh, over the next few episodes. Um, see if we hit our goal of six thousand, six thousand strong, um, which I think is. Uh, is very very fucking cool to be honest with you guys yeah um, yeah man you should be proud of that i think i think uh this uh this the live streaming the conversations we're having is just getting everyone closer and getting everyone um so inspired i mean i'm so inspired by you guys every time you guys tell me a story in the comments about something it completely blows my mind um, yeah I, and i just realized that you had asked me earlier about sound of nomads and i went on a completely different tangent and started talking to you about how i'm spending my time in quarantine so that goes to show that i do talk a lot of bullshit and you need to kind of remind me of what we we're supposed no, to talk no no man this is this is part of the this is part of the show uh, that's why it's called unmuted there's no rules here there are no rules even though i i it's did say a couple of a couple of episodes ago that uh facebook uh did yell at me uh they sent me a little notification saying don't uh say fuck that much um and don't uh, don't use a lot of uh, profanity um but i mean really yeah they they kind of uh, but don't, can they can they can they control it by sent i mean what if what if they they suppress the stream they they basically uh, suppress so it doesn't get sent out to as many people as it would if we didn't say those words that's my understanding <laughs> but i love facebook i love the platform i love the the tribe that we built here um it's uh yeah it's yeah. a beautiful place um yeah, moon is I in the house we all get to it's see each moon. other and meet each other in the flesh one day yeah can i mean you not you that? and me in specific because we, <laughs> this is definitely i was thinking that since they're if they i mean didn't they announce yesterday that some of the rules have kind of become a little more toned down to meet up yeah, so in the UAE now, um, you can travel. Uh, it's not 24-hour lockdown. It locks down at I 10 p.m. I should have just come over to your house, bro. I yeah, mean, I know. You, I don't. I don't have the equipment yet for for a two-man live <laughs> podcast. I need to get that stuff sorted. Um, but yeah, the the rules are: it's a 10 p.m. lockdown, and uh, I think you can uh, travel only wearing a mask uh, and gloves. If you're wearing a mask and gloves, if you're not, you get like uh, fined or something. And um, yeah, yeah, I got I got but, plenty of masks but, and gloves. All of this, don't don't take my word for it. Don't start running out in the street because uh, Adnan said on a podcast. Make sure you check the government websites. Make sure you you fact checked all of this before uh, before you run out. Yo, Dave is in the house. Thank you for following. Um, uh, yeah, what were we talking about before this? Yeah, so it's it's a lot it's a lot less strict. So eventually, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to go out. And one of the things I I wanted to ask you, Khan, and everyone in the comments is. Um, how do you feel about this? Like, I want this podcast to sustain itself, to go as far as possible. Um, and my vision for it uh, is to have a one-on-one kind of um, sit down, uh, same style, same everything with two cameras uh, uh, and make it a mobile kind of uh, podcast where I can just go set up somewhere in someone's house, in someone's studio, in someone's yard, have a conversation, live stream it. Uh, instead of record it and and still be as interactive with the comments and all that stuff um, you've done a podcast that was location based what are the pros mm-hmm. and cons uh, from your side and in the comments I want to ask you um, if it is a traveling podcast what are some of the things you guys already foresee might be an issue uh, would you see any issues happening that I might be missing 
But yeah, Khan, uh, what are what are some of uh, your your input for uh, a one-on-one podcast or a, like uh, a bro. life uh, in in life podcast? I don't know how to say it, real life because it is <laughs> I, we are doing a podcast, but you'd be sitting in front of me instead of uh, in your house. Uh, I mean, when we tried Amcast, it was amazing because you know you've got that personal interaction face to face. uh which is great you know but uh, i think the idea that you have of going from one location to another is amazing because that way you kind of have a different setting and a different environment and i mean if you're for example interviewing someone in their home it kind of automatically makes them a bit more comfortable to talk about whatever it is that they're talking about rather than being in a studio somewhere else or you know things like that i mean when we shot amcast we were shooting at n5 media uh which was which was nice because they've got the facility there but again it goes back to what i was saying earlier that we had to travel all the way down to production city uh set up our equipment make sure we do the tests and wait for the person to arrive a lot of times the person would be late and we'd have a ticking clock on us because we'd have to book the studios from one time to another and if we passed that time they would be up our ass about it so i think the idea of you having to go to different places gives you more control and i think that's amazing uh and what you need to do that is i mean you don't need a lot of gear to do that kind of stuff right no so what i was thinking is is something like um even even as as dumb as it sounds like a fold out table uh basically yeah. something i could stick in the back of my truck um a laptop i'd need a sound card uh, two cameras and two mics um basically something i can carry in like a a duffel bag yeah got to get one of these man hang on let me show you um, you probably already have it but there you go Oh yeah, a Zoom recorder. Yeah, that's this is the H6 and it's it's amazing. We use this on all the all the Amcasts that you saw. Um uh, now you might uh question me on the audio, audio quality because some of it wasn't that great, but that's got nothing to do with this. This thing is actually amazing. That's because I'm not a producer, no, I, I never was, and I, I had a tough time trying to figure out, you know, syncing yeah, in audio yeah. and stuff like that. So No, I've I've used the Zoom before, but um uh, I always one of the things I always want to make sure is that unmuted is is streamed live. Uh so we can have that yes. third wall, third dynamic of all you guys in the comments. I never I ne- I unless someone genuinely cannot uh be uh like meet the time or just doesn't doesn't um have the ability to to have a time restraint and we have to pre-record something um even then i think i just go on at whatever time is uh is convenient for them like if 9 p.m wasn't working for you and you said i can only go on at 11 We'll just change it to 11. It's live. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's one of the things that I really want to commit to. Uh, yeah. I mean, try it out, man. Uh, I think I might try having a fixed time, like you do right now, only so that people who watch or want to tune in would know when to tune in. But again, it's a trial and error thing. Try it out. Maybe what you're saying works better, and if it does, then keep going with it. You know, yeah, at the end absolutely. of the day, the mo- the important thing is for you to continue. Absolutely, so, absolutely. And I aim to, man. I since episode one, um, I, I, I called the episode one had the name up and every. Actually, it was called the show at first because I didn't think of a name, <clears throat> but I knew it was something that I definitely wanted to continue. Um, I'm going to jump in the comments. Uh, Chronicles yeah. of the Traveling Podcast. 
Sean says. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. Nope. Sean's Sean's Sean Sean is the guy. You know how every band has that one guy? <laughs> oh, I know. We have that one guy. Is, we have a we have a few that one of guy. Them. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Uh, uh Khalid says issue number one, not enough booze. Never an issue, Khalid. Never an issue. Um uh I like the way you isn't think Khalid, isn't isn't Khalid fasting nowadays? I have no idea. Uh, Mike, Mike respond, responding to Khalid saying, I like the way you think. Uh, Joy, yeah, sounds fabulous, Adnan. One of the issues may be you stopping uh, at too many coffee shops and forgetting. That, that's true. Um, that, that could be an issue, uh, except it won't be coffee shops. Uh, I think, I think uh, the issue is we do this much later in the day on my side of the world, so it's never, it's never coffee we're drinking. Um, uh, if it's outside, perhaps the lighting would be a tad of an obstacle. Absolutely, Mike. See, already, already, uh, super, super genuine, yeah. uh, yeah. comments yeah. there. I didn't think about that. If it is outside, uh, the lighting would be an issue. Uh, Munir says, uh, beyond the pros and cons when it comes to the, oh, sorry, I need to pin this. There we go. Beyond the pros and cons when it comes to technical issues, ease of having a mobile setup uh, or ease of having a mobile setup. It's all about the actual conversation and topics that will always drive the viewership and listenership. The convos here so far are really enjoyable. Uh, I missed it. Are really enjoyable. Also keep the engagement high as it scales up. Uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. Many people here know each other, and that's got a special feel to it. Would be great to see that grows as your base grows too. Thanks, Munir. Yeah, absolutely. I think the conversations um, are the the priority here, uh, and I think um, I think it's starting to feel uh, like everyone knows each other because obviously everyone I know is um, is uh, I'm bringing on everyone I know initially. Uh, th- these are the people uh, that I find interesting and. Uh, uh, the people that uh, tune into the uh, the comments are people I know. Um, so it, it would be very interesting as it scales up. Um, but it is it is also interesting because of the the tribe vibe. Like like I was saying, like we're um, even the people I didn't know initially that have tuned in to every show that have been commenting uh, as much as they have. It's been it's been such a crazy journey that I feel like I know. Um, personally, a lot of these people that are, are in the comments, Judy, Mike, Joy. Um, uh, Dave, I already know. Uh, Sean, I feel I genuinely feel like uh, there's a lot of people here that uh, I know on a personal level um, from this podcast. So I think it is very, very interesting to see how it scales up, so to speak. Um, but scaling up is uh, will never uh, kind of uh, dictate the conversation. I just want to say that mm. it'll never change. Mm. It'll never be uh, muted. <laughs> muted <laughs> but um someone did ask me uh and i i want to get your uh opinion on it Khan, and everyone in the comments someone did ask me about a sponsorship for the show and um do it, i didn't man. know do i didn't it. know how to Make go it about it yeah I, I didn't know how to go about it um just yet i didn't know if it should be something that i i <clears throat> say in the intro before the intro uh, or something I leave to the end, something we stop in the middle and talk about. I still haven't decided, but I'd, I'd love to get your opinion on that and uh, everyone in the comments. You guys are killing it today, so let me know. Let me know. You guys are a part well, of the show. 
I think if you're going to get a sponsor and it's going to help you, number one, pursue your passion. Number two, keep your show going. And number three would be a bonus. If the sponsor would add value to your show, not monetarily, but if it's relevant, like for example, uh, we had a similar notion back when we started Amcast. We never got around doing it. Uh, one of the team members at that time had a really good connection with a tea company, <laughs> as as silly as it sounds. And I wasn't too keen on having a, a tea brand. Like, I don't know. I don't want to name anyone right now, but them to sponsor the show. Maybe somewhere down the line, it, it, would, more, it, would, it would have made sense when the show has got a following for the content it's producing but i don't know initially it was weird for me to have that but if it's a company which is relevant to music to production to even audio or video then it makes sense but either way do it because it's going to help you yeah i'll um i'll definitely look into it i mean uh, I'll, i'll try to figure out a way to do it where it's like non-invasive and doesn't feel like it's changing uh, which uh, mike is commenting here yeah man sponsors as long as they don't change you i think that's that's one of my yeah. fears is that like as long as it doesn't change the show it doesn't change anything it'll be uh, thank you mike sick. um let's uh, keep going hetty says halo shaped lead portable light connected to a power wait what a power that's source a can solve the lighting issue no. there we go Uh, some of the best photographers in the dark low light club or pub use those results are amazing. Awesome. I'm going I'm, I'm actually screenshotting this just to, just to make sure. <laughs> thank you, um, Atish. Thank you very much. Uh, that, that would solve the, the issue. Uh, putting that photo up, Mike is saying, putting that photo up of my stepdad uh, was genuinely awesome. Man moved me to the core, bro. Mike, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Thank you for being a part of that episode. Uh, it was... Uh, It was amazing. It was amazing to hear your stories uh, while we were talking to... Uh, uh, who were we talking to? What episode was that? Was that last episode? I can't uh, remember which, if it was yeah, last episode was, or the episode before that. I think it was the last one. The one with Nasser, right? With Nasser Mustirahid. I think it was episode 11. It was episode 11, Mike. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, that was such a cool episode, uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed that. It was. It was. Good to see Nasser, man. Gorgon saying, remember the project you had with Raz? I think he's asking you uh, about a project you had with Raz. Wasn't that just Chronicles of Khan? Raz was in Chronicles <clears throat> of Khan. What's up, Gorgon? First of all, it's been a while, brother. Hope I see you soon. Uh, Raz Musa, if he's talking about... That's the only Raz I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Raz Musa. Project I had... Uh, well, well, believe it or not, Raz was... Yeah, he... I don't think he was he was a full-time member for Chronicles. I, I don't know. He'd have to answer that. Uh, but we were playing music together. We did. Uh, the only project that I can think of that we did together is a project that I was not credited on. Uh, nothing to do with him. It's because I requested not to be credited on it. Was a song that he and Boyan, 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 uh, had done together for a compilation for 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 red bull uh, i think that's what he's talking about i'm not sure man okay gorgon yeah, uh, if okay. you're still around let us know what you're talking about yeah um, yeah gorgon please shed some light on that brother i'm gonna i'm gonna power through the comments uh so we can catch up with you guys and then uh, and then keep uh, keep the conversation yes. rolling uh yes. please please do not commercialize it commercial during the live would be disappointing judy says uh i completely agree 
I 100% mm-hmm. agree. Uh, product placement, perhaps. Absolutely. Um, so wh- another another thing that was suggested to me um, was doing like, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Patreon uh, type of deal, uh, where if you guys want to support, contribute to the show financially in any way, so I don't need any sponsors, a Patreon membership for like $3.00. Uh, a month or five dollars a month would be a good way to do it but i i'm still not a hundred percent sure how that stuff works and uh, to be honest yeah, with you i'm, I'm with not you on that a hundred percent on on how uh, comfortable i'm not a hundred percent comfortable on uh, doing something like that so um yeah a product placement kind of uh, uh, sponsorships i think is is the only way i could foresee it or if it's something that i just have to uh, talk about before the show starts um not yeah. like a full-on ad kind of thing yeah, you know, like this show is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. And maybe there's some kind of special offer that if people go onto that product website, they can avail by you giving a code, that kind of stuff. Yeah, hope, I mean, we'll see how it happens. But absolutely yeah. no pre-roll ads in the in the middle of the no. stream, Judy. We're not going to make that happen. Um, Joy says you should plan a future event where the world, when the world is normal again and have all the guests on these podcasts at the event and we will all come wearing T-shirts saying we are the tribe. Hold it in Abu Dhabi. Joy, I will uh, if if this podcast gets gets uh, gets to a hundred episodes. Um, I already told you we want to do a milestone uh, episode where I get a bunch of the most active uh, tribes people on a Zoom call and just rotate and kind of introduce <laughs> everyone in in a live episode. Um, but having having a massive party. Uh, let's 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 call it. Let's do it like episode two hundred. We throw a massive party, and uh, you said and episode one hundred. I know, but then I thought one hundred is kind of quick when you're doing three episodes a week, right? <laughs> but I mean, you can have a bigger party when it's two hundred, right? Yeah, yeah, joy. Awesome. As always, awesome suggestions. I'm going to keep that in the back of my head. I'll do the calculations without the sponsors first. Um, and then and then we'll figure out how, mu- how many sponsors we need for the show. Nasser Mastidah is in the house. We were just talking about you, Nasser. Uh, what thank is you for up, tuning in. Nasser? Uh, he says, Khan, good to see you, Brohim. Uh, Dave says, I see this turning into Wayne's World when they uh, get up all big and sponsors. When the what? When they... When they get all the big sponsors and move out their basement, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, uh, I don't mind doing it out of my house here, but uh, I have to turn my gain up on the microphone because I can't speak or yell a little uh, louder than this because uh, everyone's sleeping like a stones throw away from me. Um, so it would be cool if uh, if I get to travel and do this uh, every night. Not every night, three times, three nights a week. Three nights a week is good, right, guys? Um, Gorgon yeah. saying misfits. He's asking you about misfits. That was the thing with Raz. The misfits, yes, the miss. Oh fuck, bro! I completely forgot about that. Uh, good memory, Gorgon. <laughs> Gorgon's uh, coming on the, the show on Saturday, by the way. Um, oh, so I'm tuning in. I'm definitely have, tuning in. We have a lot uh, to talk about with Gorgs. Man, if if anything, I think your show is connecting some of us in ways we never thought. So again, thank you for that, Adnan, for doing this. Um, Glad you like it, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm, oh, I'm everyone, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is the most exciting thing that's happened in a in a quite a few days. <laughs> so I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gl- glad to be a part of it. Um, bro, Misfits was a cover band that Rask put together uh, just for us to go and have some fun. And I think uh, 
the, the question I mean I would love to catch up with Raz and do more music if he's free uh, I know that he's been super busy doing a lot of the event video stuff that he does uh, we've not been in touch for for quite a while uh, so it's not the last I, I saw, saw him was I think I saw him last night are you serious yeah 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 well I'll, I'll link you guys up again I see him all yeah, the time does, it, does, does he does he still stay in JVC as well yeah 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 Oh Jesus, man! I because the the last time I went to his house in JVC was easily easily five years ago. Easily, man. I, I think that should be the uh, the slogan of this uh, this podcast: just unmuted connecting people or something. <laughs> connecting musicians, man. That's what it should be. Um, and I haven't, yeah, I haven't met him. The last time I saw him uh, was in his house was five years ago. We met. few years ago at Sika Art Fair maybe I think three years ago and I haven't seen him ever since uh, except on social media his, his birthday pops up I wish him he wishes me or whatever and uh, that's about it but it's a shame but I would yeah man I mean if we're all in JVC then fuck let's, let's hang out man for sure we definitely we definitely have to um, I'm just gonna keep going with the comments Mike says I'm down with Patreon and Judy says me too maybe something that's something that we should look into um If you guys maybe are that's it. something that Mike and Judy need to t- bro uh, I would love to know more about patreon because a couple of days ago a friend of mine suggested that to me and I think you and I are in the same boat trying to think our way around patreon and how it can be beneficial to us but if Judy and Mike know stuff we don't then please put it in the comments yeah let, let us know if you guys um, already have a patreon account uh, or support someone on patreon uh, And, and if, you, if you have any tips and tricks I'll, I mean I'll be reading a lot about it um, after this episode since you guys are, are down for it I mean um, maybe maybe this will, this will be something we can do to avoid um, having like sponsorships or anything like that for the down the line. maybe you should get Patreon to sponsor the show man <laughs> yeah it'll be nice <laughs> let's, let's see how that works um, uh, Bloody Wood was doing Patreon probably still doing it Uh, Khal Tamimi, that was Mike Khaled Tamimi says I think in terms of sponsors you can hit up guys whose gear you use uh, the caps you wear unfortunately I wear my own cap so uh... ah, same here man <laughs> I've got my own cap too but it's not Chronicles it's uh, I don't know if you can see it Black Raven Black Raven yeah that's something I work on as a side hustle okay uh, What is, what is Black Raven? Is it uh, apparel or is it music? It's not music. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something to do with beard grooming. It's like beard grooming stuff. I'll probably I'll send you some. Have a look at it and let me know what you think. Send it over, man. Look at this thing. It's, it's yeah. looking raggedy. It's looking raggedy <laughs> out here in this quarantine. <laughs> uh, uh, let's keep going. Uh... Where, where were we? Uh, gear is in uh, mics, computer, headphones, etc. Yeah, Tamimi, I'm, I'll, I'll definitely... Um, I'll be looking into it. I mean, if this thing... Uh, if I want to sustain this thing after uh, quarantine ends, we definitely need something to kind of self-sustain it uh, monetarily. So we'll find, we'll find a way to do that. I'm not too worried about this stopping because of that. I'll always, um, I'll always find a way. Uh, uh, but what does Jude say? Um, I don't have experience with it. Um, honestly, people don't like to pay, but I would. 
Uh, yeah, I th- I think I think it's there's something for the diehards, and I think the way Patreon works is if you become a member, you get like something extra, uh, so like a vlog a week or some something something to differentiate um, what from from the just uh, general like support. Um, but we'll look into that. We'll talk yeah. all about the uh, the Patreon. I think we need a, like a full. Uh, how do musicians make? Uh, how do musicians and creatives uh, make yes. make money online in these days? Uh, Joy says I need to bail out, or I'll have my youngest guys partying. Uh, thank you, Khan. Thank you, Adnan. I wish I could stay, uh, but uh, needs. But st- I don't know why my uh, my screen keeps moving the comments up. Do you do you see that, or do, is it just uh, because I'm on the like admin? Thank you, Khan. Thank you, Adnan. I wish I could stay on, but needs must. <clears throat> Bye, everyone. Uh, stay safe uh, and a uh, love heart over there. Thank you, Joy, for tuning in. Um, thank, thank you for you everything you do. Uh, say hi to the guys. Let them party. Let them party f- from time to time. Uh, Mike says, I don't have a Patreon myself, but I know about it. Uh, Khalid says, Beard. Uh, Munir says, Beard game on point with this one. Um, I miss my barber <laughs> big time, says Mike. So, uh, so yeah, you're you're making. Speaking of all the the beard game that was uh, in the comments just then, you're making some uh, some beard products, grooming. Yeah, products. man, it's a, it's a, it's a side hustle that I started a few years ago uh, because I it was at a time when I was still starting off with music and uh, as a full time musician. Sorry, man. Speaking of beard, I just this little one came in and she wanted to say hi. I guess. Oh, hello. This is Maya. How's it going, Maya? <laughs> she's she's pretty chill, man. Oh, during a quarantine, a dog is probably the best thing to have. Oh, I, I only have uh, I only have two cats, um, but the the baby is definitely keeping uh, Tara and I very busy. There you go, very yeah. busy. Or or, or or having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've got five cats in the house as we speak. I don't know where they all are. They're all somewhere around here, but they're in the house. Um, so, so we were we were talking back, about back to Black Raven, the beards, the beard products. Yes, you're you're Black making Raven. It? So about yeah, man, I, I I started making my a grooming solution for myself, like a bomb, and a couple of friends were like, uh, they noticed it, and they were like, can you make us some? And it was an idea that trickled from there that uh, basically allowed me to think about what I could do with that. And I gave it a name. I designed a product and I designed, uh, not a product, I designed the cover, the look and feel of it and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, and yeah, I kind of put it out in the market. So if you go to blackravenstop.com, you'll see it there. I think your mic unplugged there, Han. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. You can thank Maya for that. Is it okay now? That's perfect. We're back. We're cool. back in business. Cool. But that's uh, awesome. So where, where where did I get cut off? Uh, no, uh, we were, we heard you. It was just uh, it was just a little. Uh, it sounded a little different. Um, All right, cool. So where where can people follow up on this stuff? Uh, BlackRavenStuff.com, or if they go to Instagram, type in BlackRavenStuff, and you'll find uh, all all the stuff that I'm doing with that. Awesome. That I'll also definitely uh, add that to the <laughs> add that to the description um, links 
uh, after the episode. So yeah, it's finishes. got it's got nothing to do with music, and it's got nothing to do with. Uh, it's it's for bearded dudes, man. It's a very yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a ton of them already out here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's saying hi, Maya, in the comments. Um, Josh is ask, is saying have some experience with it. Uh, Patreon is cool, but it's also a lot of work if you want to be if you want to be fair to the people that contribute. It's worth thinking about how much time you're willing to invest. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think like everything. If if someone's uh, subscribing um, to you, uh, even if it's free, like for me, when people hit follow on this page, even if they're not paying uh, any money, um, I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's. Uh, uh, an ins- essential thing for me to keep providing um, good quality content the way I would like if someone if I subscribe to someone uh, yeah. for, for doing something like the fact that you guys uh, are here through this I mean a lot of you have been before the, the uh, podcast started um, but it's very very important for me that you guys liked it and then that we continue with this thing because this is you guys tuning in taking hours out of your day um it's been an hour and a half we've been uh talking Khan. and uh, everyone tuning in uh everyone commenting everyone putting giving us their time and attention this is like very important to me so i can't even imagine what it would be like if it was like a, a financial monetary subscription somehow uh that that you guys get i'd, I'd uh i'd put everything into it i don't i wouldn't know how how else to do it um so yeah josh thank you for that uh for that comment josh is also coming on the show katia is saying uh, man adnan i'm really enjoying these episodes you're such a good host hashtag arab joe rogan <laughs> that is um that is amazing uh i i love that hashtag uh i i i don't know <laughs> how to feel or uh <laughs> what, what it's a compliment s- man take it as a compliment bro uh, I take I do I take it as a compliment absolutely yeah. um, it's it's one of the best compliments uh, I've gotten so far so thank you Katya um, can't wait to see By you the guys way, I soon. had no idea until yesterday that you were from Jordan man yeah so um, I'm I'm actually half Iraqi half Jordanian uh, and I uh, grew up in Australia so I'm a I'm a clusterfuck what yeah 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 in the land down under Absolutely. <laughs> do you, do you know? Sydney. Do you know? Do you, can you speak in an Australian accent? I That'd can't, so man. I, I used to when Come I was a on. kid, when I was living there. But then, as soon as Come I, uh, as soon as I moved hey, if, out, if, if anyone who's watching wants to hear Adnan talk like for the next five minutes in an Australian accent, let's let's get those comments coming in. That'd yeah, funny, man, I, man. I I can't. <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened, but as soon as I um, moved uh, to the Middle East from uh, Sydney, um, I moved here not knowing Arabic and with an Australian accent, and then I think I don't I don't know. It was like a year into it, um, I learned Arabic and I went to an American school, so I lost the accent. But not only did that happen, I I can't even imitate an Australian accent anymore. I don't know what happened in my brain. There's got to be some like. <laughs> There's got to be some like uh, psychology major that can uh, that can break this down, but I just don't hear it anymore. Like I can't I I hear it when someone speaks it, but I can't hear myself saying it or doing it. Um, it's it's kind of trippy, bro. It's you you probably get tripped out then if if you ever once once you're at my house someday one of these days when things get better because me and a bunch of the friends who hang out from the music scene we do that a lot. 
and it's it's pretty fucked up when you're drunk, but it happens. <laughs> Dude, I, I I'll uh, I'll try to I'll try to work on it until then. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> All right, what um, do we what else do we have in the comments? I would I would pay to watch this, but unfortunately, not everyone would. That's Nasser. Nasser yes. speaking like a true gentleman. So I'm I'm gonna scroll up a bit and then work our way down oh. uh, to Nasser. Okay. Um, uh, Judy saying goes so fast. It's an hour already. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, it it does it does fly by. Uh, it, it really is when you're ha- you're just having conversations. I think it's one of the coolest things that, especially that third dynamic of you guys tuning in and uh, asking questions and commenting and stuff like that. It's really is like twenty people sitting together instead of uh, just Khan and I having a conversation. You know, it's it's, it's a, w- one of the coolest things about this podcast. Mm. Um, Nasser uh, is saying bummed. I missed a lot. I'm back now. Um, and he, the only he continues to say the only problem with asking people to pay is this. Um, I should have said this in the last show that uh, that is one of the drawbacks here. People would rather buy alcohol and get hammered than support their friends' music or shows. Um, he continues to say I would pay to watch this, but unfortunately, not everyone would. So maybe you should pursue getting sponsors and do what Joe Rogan does: uh, announce them at the top of the show, but not local sponsors, because they'll ask you to tame the profanity on your show. Laugh my ass off. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a major task uh, or a. a Big, big fish to fry is that the saying i don't know if that's the saying um to to get sponsors in general the sponsors that have uh, reached out to me already are people that are uh, that are local um but um but yeah i completely completely agree uh with what you're saying dude uh i wouldn't want to tame the show no matter what happens i would not want to tame the show yeah you got to keep it the way it is man absolutely uh, Sean says, speak like an Aussie Adnan. Come on, do it. Sean, I will not. I, uh... <laughs> um, Khan, can you get uh, Munir's comment? I'm going to cut the camera to you because I need to plug my camera in. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Go for Which, it while I, uh, while I there's... do this. So speaking of Aussies. Speak like an Aussie Adnan. That's what you read out from Sean. And then Mike Angelo is like, do it. So you've got people asking you to do it hey puppy uh which is awesome um nasser i would pay to watch this unfortunately not everyone would you're probably right nasser uh uh what else what else munir there you go speaking of aussies upgrade your culinary school with this legend that's what i reckon (laughs) funny as fuck uh i'll i'll look that up munir what that's what i reckon the closest i've been to looking up anything that's australian online is that guy who does the memes you know uh destination fucked and all that stuff that guy's a legend i love him but that's as close as i get to googling anything australian but i'll check this out man sounds sounds like something i might enjoy uh Maybe you should not pursue getting sponsors and do what Joe Rogan does. I think he's already read this out from Nasser. Nasser, uh, a lot of comments from Nasser. Good to see you up here, bro. It's been a while, and I hope uh, I hope I see you in the flesh soon. That is one cute soon. dog, and she's not getting out of my lap, and I don't know what to do right now. So she's just gonna sit there till I guess. We've we've had a bunch of uh, animal guests. Uh, join, oh yeah! Join on the podcast. Nasser's cat Ozzy was was on there last time. 
Um, we've had a few ca- we've had a few cats knock cameras over too, which I think is uh, very cat-like. Uh, having too much. Yeah, man, cats are bitches, bro. And I say that in the nicest way. I've got, like I said earlier, I've got five of them, and I love them to bits. By the way, but having a dog, five cats. really, really. I mean, you probably see this or hear it on TV or movies and shit, or you hear other people say it, but. Uh, this dog changed my life, bro. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Um, I I was always a dog person. Um, and then when uh, Tara and I met, she already ha- not when we met, when we moved in together, she already had two cats. Uh, so uh, it was uh, it was one of those like I can't get a dog now. We have two very domestic cats that don't like dogs. Um, and then uh, and then I just adopted the like cat life. When, uh, what, like, when the cat comes into the room you're in and you get happy, like that really abusive relationship that a cat gives. You. <laughs> yeah, cats. I mean, they're awesome too, man. Cats and dogs. I've actually got fuck. Since we're talking about animals, uh, there's more animals in my house right now than there are people because it's just me and and uh, Uruj. That's my wife. We've got Maya, uh, the five cats. And we've got three tortoises. Tortoise, three tortoises is a new one. Uh, we we haven't had uh, tortoises on yeah, the show. Yeah, I've got three before. tortoises. Two of them have been with us since the past almost ten years, and one of them wow. was a rescue. Wow! And uh, yeah, man, they've, they've, they've we all live under this roof, and it's you wanted a tribe, right? So there you go. It absolutely is. You're absolutely right. And uh, Judy is saying 26 tribe members in the house. Yes, we're we're uh, we're racking them up here today. We're racking them up here today. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave says, "I'll give one filth for every fuck." Uh, thanks, Dave. Hopefully, we can uh, we can do that enough times uh, to either pay the bills or get banned on Facebook. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, double, Dave, you can, do, you can do better than Dave can do better than one fills, man. I mean, this guy, you know, Dave. I mean, he's got his whole Hyperion thing going up. So, I, I have, come on, Dave. I, I have him. Uh, I want to get him on the show. I want to get his opinions on uh, the the Middle Eastern metal scene in general, and also because he's one of those people that I think goes out of his way to support musicians in ways that aren't yeah. uh, aren't the standard, just like rocking up to a show. He's building amps and cabs and uh yeah. endorsing musicians and giving them their own signature amps i mean it's insane dave um yeah so i have i have uh an idea to get him on the show i have it scheduled um i also have a lot more uh in store for you dave i have a a surprise a surprise if you're still tuned in i have a surprise for you um but uh samir azuni is in the house what's up samir thank you for tuning in how do you like uh, up, my, my little live setup with the cutting of cameras and stuff? Uh, Samir uh, knows me as an editor, as, a, as uh, we work together on a bunch of uh, TV, TV things, a TV uh, a show and a full-length movie that um, he produced and directed. Uh, so very, very cool to see you here. And I'm in, I'm in the live world, Samir. I'm cutting cameras live. And uh, we see comments right over there and stuff like that. So it's... It's a whole new world for us. Thank you. He says, love it. Thank you very much. Um, For those that are listening to uh, the podcast, either on audio or uh, after you're watching this video, 
We have the comments running on screen as well, um, just to, to make it easier for everyone to kind of keep up with, uh, with what we're saying. Because I know uh, listening to a podcast where someone says, hey, what's up, uh, Samad, for example, uh, three days later, it's uh, is, uh, kind of the, the context isn't there. So if you are listening to this in audio, uh, the comments are on screen. Come watch it over on, on Facebook. Uh, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun to see our, our stupid faces. But... Speaking of video, uh, I wanted I wanted to ask you about um, your vlogs because uh, I'm someone that uh, kind of started uh, vlogging. I think that's how I started film in general. Um, I had a YouTube channel ten years, eleven, God, whenever YouTube started. I feel old as hell uh-huh. saying saying anything <laughs> over ten years. <laughs> And I used to I used to make daily videos, daily vlogs uh, about absolutely nothing. Um, but it l- taught me how to edit very quickly because uh, I made a video every single day. Um, and uh, back then, I didn't I didn't really understand the power of vlogs, so I stopped it. Um, even though I, I was on a like upward trajectory in terms of like uh, subscribers and stuff, especially back then, because there weren't there wasn't a a lot of uh, competition. Um, so. You started vlogging uh, ag- again because um, you you did a couple back in the day uh, that I remember. I don't know if it was officially vlogs or if it was like behind the scenes videos um, that I remember uh, on on Facebook. But you started now that you're doing uh, Sound of Nomads. You started a YouTube mm-hmm. channel in January. You uploaded uh, your first vlog and you continued to do it up until the quarantine. Um, what's what's the idea behind vlogging and do musicians need to kind of venture out into these different uh, content creation avenues to support their music um i mean i think it totally depends on them because a lot of this is a personal choice for them if they want to a lot of musicians i don't think they do that um but I think it again. It, it depends on how they want to do it or if they want to do it. Uh, speaking of, of vlogging, I think uh, JM recently started his channel, which is amazing because I think so far it's got everything to do with tech in terms of how to make music with uh, a limited amount of equipment and stuff like that. So goes back to what I said. It depends on why musicians want to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm cutting to uh, some clips of yours from from the YouTube channel. Um, so, what is what is your ideology? Why did you feel uh, you wanted to start this, and what was the goal behind it? Um, so, my whole idea of starting the vlog, uh, it, man, it goes back quite a way because the, I think what you were talking about earlier were not vlogs; those were behind the scene videos that I kind of did for one of the Chronicles music videos, which was uh, Halo. Yeah, I think I think that might have been it. Um, I, my definition of, of vlog is uh, very loose uh, because yeah. I, I th- I, anything that's um, kind of a, a fly on the wall or a, a talking head or something where I get to see your world, to me, kind of falls in that, especially if it's an online content-based uh, thing. Uh, I, I just immediately think of the word vlog, but it might have been just a behind-the-scenes video for. Yeah, for yeah. So, but but no, it was it was the same. It was a very it's a very similar formula what I did then versus what I'm doing now. But uh, I'm gonna go back much more somewhere around 2000, 
2005 or six till about 2008 or nine. Uh, I had I had the fortunate uh, opportunity to be uh, a, a TV presenter for some time. I'm not going to dig deep into that, but I had a few years of that experience under my belt. Okay. And when I, that's I, when new, I left, that's new to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people in the scene would know that. Maybe, maybe a handful of musicians who've been around since maybe early 2000s might know that. And maybe they might not know that anymore either. But whatever, it was a long time ago. Uh, but the point is that I had an X amount of years of you know talking in front of a camera for a few years. And at that time, it was the kind of a skill that you wouldn't know where to use once you're done with... I mean, I'm talking about... I'm talking about pre-YouTube, pre-Facebook. We used to have these things called television sets, which had programs and stuff. <laughs> so so it, I used to work on that medium. Uh, and, you know, I had the chance to work with a production crew and kind of learn from them on what they did behind the scenes and stuff like that. So anyway, fast forward to now, when I did those behind the scene videos for Halo, uh, I had some old friends who... Uh, have nothing to do with the music scene plus some musicians go up and be like yo you should kind of do that uh more often you know with, with your music and your band and stuff like that and i know that was just friends being supportive but i always kind of had that thing at the back of my head that man i used to do this on tv so where can i utilize that experience somewhere in the future and i honestly never took it too seriously but it was always that idea at the back of my head that i'm going to do it one day mm -hmm. uh comes 2020 i was like all right uh i'm done like the chronicles just finished their record last year we released that uh, we're working on some new stuff i want to release some different kind of solo music i'm working on that and i kind of wanted people to be part of that journey with sound of nomads um and that was the idea of starting the youtube channel i didn't i didn't think it's gonna be something that it's gonna become another avenue for an income or anything like that. But I was just kind of going with it. Like you said, I started in January. I had put out, I think I've put out maybe five or six episodes. I'm not sure. Um, and I was learning a lot on the way. Uh, you probably know more about this because you're a filmmaker, but I was learning how to do the post-production editing and syncing and, you know, learning new softwares and things like that. So that experience actually is more valuable to me than just putting a vlog out there. Um, and, the whole idea was just to see if that vlog can inspire other musicians or other creatives in doing what they're doing, uh, maybe exchange ideas or collaborate down the line and just kind of go with the flow. And it was, I guess I just want to leave my mark, man, as Sound of Nomads, you know, in, in somewhere in virtual space. Absolutely, man. And I think I think one of the, the coolest things about vlogging um, or just shooting uh, a video of yourself and then and uh, editing it uh, as an end result um, and seeing the end result. Yeah. In, yeah. in whatever context, I think that you learn so much about yourself and how much you're willing to tolerate yourself <laughs> in, in, in terms of... Uh, because yeah, you, you have to I mean, sit there and just watch yourself, uh, in my case, fuck up a bunch and then try to figure out a way how to make... how to tell the story better. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I've, I've I think got a whole new you know level of respect for guys like yourselves and people who are full-time editors or especially editors man i mean i know you do editing as well and 
that process of just again watching yourselves and cutting it and you know matching one scene to another and putting that whole story together man that's that's a skill you need patience for that stuff oh yeah oh yeah uh it definitely requires a lot of patience and it requires a lot of uh, sitting alone in dark with the glare of a computer screen uh, just the only yeah. light you see for the day um but without without uh name naming anything that you don't want to name um sam arzuni is asking interested to know what kind of shows you were presenting uh they were mainly to do with music man i was uh uh i was shooting music shows kind of like you know the top 20 top 10 music shows but this was for bands mainly around the subcontinent so it included bands from pakistan india um a very few handful of bands from dubai were able to be part of that because i'm talking about a time when there weren't so many bands actively doing music and gigs in dubai Um so yeah it was all to do with music their music videos bringing them on the show doing live interviews stuff like that stuff you would see in the in the late 90s on on MTV and stuff man I uh I I think the the this is the next version um of of having like a MTV thing is if if there was um I think episode 2 I had Hamad from Bahrain who's on um, um Bahrain Radio he has a show called Metal Monday with Ham uh, mm-hmm. and he started playing local and uh, regional bands or underground bands from around the world uh, mm-hmm. through online not online radio only but on FM radio Bahrain Radio uh, in Bahrain and then it uh, got so big that it went online and that uh, there are listeners from all over the world now and stuff like that and I think um radio or online radio podcasts and stuff like that is oddly the new MTV no one's sitting around yeah, to yeah, watch yeah. um the 9 p.m. top 20 uh but they would also tune in to a podcast like this and learn more about uh, sound of nomads they'd learn more about nasim strehi uh, as long as it's a more interactive uh, kind of field um i do i do miss the MTV 2 days uh where they'd stream the <laughs> top 10 rock charts and stuff like that um i am i am old enough to remember that uh which is uh can i mean bro you're amazing. making it sound like you you're making it sound like you're a senior citizen we're, we're still young <laughs> we're it's, not that it's old <laughs> every time i every time i say something is over 10 years old my brain just goes yeah that's a, that's a long ass time <laughs> yeah but but fuck that bro you're young look at you <laughs> You're so, in your prime right now, man. In in this in the uh, kind of spirit of uh, independent music and in the spirit of uh, promoting uh, artists that that wanna either make it uh, working as uh, as like uh, in the spirit of artists that want to uh, eventually make uh, money out of their art. Uh, I want everyone in the comments to. Um, tag or send us a link of a independent artist in your region. I know there's uh there's a few people from the Middle East in there, uh but Judy's from mm-hmm. Chicago, uh mm-hmm. Mike's in Canada. Give us an independent uh, independent artist that you like. Um tag him or or send us like a YouTube link. Let's kind of try try to make it uh global. So a YouTube link so we can we can play something um yeah after the show. and uh and i want to shoot the question over to you khan as well um 
What, who's your favorite local artist? Who's your favorite regional artist? Honestly, who's someone we should be looking out for? Uh, by the way, uh, before I add, attempt to answer that question, did you guys released your record recently, right? Uh, Mid March. Yeah, uh, we we right. yeah we released we released our record um, in March, March twentieth. Uh, Congratulations Sayonara. on that! Thank it you. sounds amazing. There's Thank a track you. on that called "Better Off." Am I saying yes, it right? Yes, sir. I fucking love that song, dude. I fucking love that song. Thank you, man. Uh, thank it's you very much. It's a really much. good song. That's uh, that's kind of the black sheep on the album. So uh, the fact that it stood out for you, uh, and that's the one that's the one you gravitate towards, is amazing. Um, we're actually yeah, releasing yeah, a, uh, a music video for it. Uh, oh wow! I think next week. Yeah, you should. So, thank you, man. Um, yeah, for those that you have uh, checked out Sayonara uh, or or Zvengali in general whether it's the last album or uh the album before that um thank you very very much uh it's up for streaming uh on all platforms and if you want to help support the band uh, there's also a purchase option on uh, bandcamp band bandcamp yeah it is bandcamp right on, oh i yeah. think you got people hashtagging your songs is that it uh, no john, john baker, baker is uh, hello night um uh, Bloodshell, Lunacist, and Creative Waste. These bands. These are bands. Three of them are from Bahrain, and Creative Waste is from mm. Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, these these are some good bands. I already know um, a lot about them. Uh, we already have uh, Fawaz from Creative Waste lined up for the show as well. Uh, nice. Something very very cool. And John, I want to get you on the show. Uh, John's uh, the vocalist of Modern Militia from Bahrain as well. Um, oh, nice. So thank you for that. Hey John, uh, what's up? If if you uh, if you have some uh, some favorite songs of those bands for me uh, to or for anyone to kind of uh, kick their kickstart their listening experience, um, hit us up. D's in the house. What is up, D? Thank you for tuning in. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go back. What's up, D? That's a cool favorite, name. Uh, a couple a couple of favorite uh, favorite artists from the region. Bro, that's that's it's uh, that's a tough question to ask another musician from the scene, right? Uh, I, I can tell you who's I know not my favorite. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't do that, bro. That that'd be pretty <laughs> fucked up for me to do that. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, well, again, man, music bands. Some of the bands which I really like, they're not here anymore. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. Kind of like a punk rock band that was called Sandwash. Uh, I think Mike Fillon was the founder and singer for that band. Do you, I remember you ever come across that. them? Are they still around? No, no. Mike left UAE about I think two years ago. But uh, I remember, I remember watching them. Yeah, they they were. I think they used to be back back in when we were in college, man. They were. I've been watching them since then, and Mike actually. The band, I think, went their own way, and he was one of the guys, one of the last veteran local band guys who actually played on Amp a couple of years ago. And I love their songs. They were really good songs. Check that band out. There was another band called The Crow Murder. I'm pretty sure if you know Sandwash, you know those guys. Absolutely. I know The Crow Murder. I know them since I they, love... they used to be called Crow. Um, I yeah, think we did. Yeah. I, I filmed... At least one full show for them, filmed and edited uh, multicam, <laughs> one full show for them. And I'm not sure if we wow. had anything to do with one of their vlogs, like one of their behind the scenes videos. I also did that. Yeah, I think they were a fantastic band. Um, 
Another punk rock band, I think they were punk rock, was Fat Randall. Do you remember those guys? I I remember those guys, and they're still around. I uh, they just toured uh, the UK recently. Um, I think yeah, I think December. they relocated. They're not in Dubai anymore. Uh, some of the members, yeah, but uh, Romario is still here. Romario is still around. Romario, Romario's the man. Um, there's a lot of good bands, bro. I mean, I liked Empty Yard Experiment stuff. Uh, you know, when they were together. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, so many good bands in Dubai, bro. It's not even funny. Um, I mean, Hadi's doing some great music now. He was on your show yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've worked together a couple of times on a couple of gigs. Uh, I like. I liked his band as well, Benevolent, mm-hmm. when they were together. I did too. That was one of my favorite uh, Middle Eastern metal bands as well. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a shame that they're uh, uh, they're not super into it anymore, but um, I love what he's doing solo stuff as well. Yeah, man. And uh, hey, someone just suggested that Josh was in Sandwash. Is that true? Uh, yeah, Katya is saying Josh was that. in Sandwash, and then Josh uh, responds, they're still around and touring. I saw my boys out here in Germany. So that answers that question. Fucking hell, man. That's amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> we learn something new every day on the show, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, no, he's talking about Fat Randall. Yeah, we, we know. We know about Fat Randall. Oh, Fat Randall are touring. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought, I thought you were yeah. talking about Sandwash. Yeah, same here. I was like, what? That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I think we but, just connected uh, Katya's and Josh's yeah. comments. We did, <laughs> but if Josh, if you're watching, were you in Sandwash? Because I never knew that, man. Uh, Josh was in North Bands. Josh, by the way, for those that don't know, is the drummer and uh, clean vocalist uh, of Zvengali. He's the one who sang uh, the song that Khan was talking about, "Better Off." He's he's the one who took lead on that entire uh, track, um, and he plays drums song. for for Zvengali. And uh, it's a great yeah. song. There was another band from back in the day called Sun King. Do you remember those guys? I don't remember Sun King. No, I don't think I've ever seen them. And I think you're you're a little stuck. I don't know if I lost you. I think I lost him. I think I lost Khan. But anyway, um, no, I'm still here. Oh. oh, are you are you back? There you go. Okay, you were you were uh, frozen for a second. I wasn't sure if you. Uh, I lost you. No, I'm here. I'm here. I played <laughs> for Sandwash for a while. That's what Josh is saying. That's amazing, man. I didn't know that. They were a fucking amazing band. Uh, there's obviously, I mean, I, I heard a lot of the nerve cell stuff. I liked some other stuff. Uh, I never gravitated towards a specific genre. Like I, I, I mean, I'm not as involved with the metal scene as you guys are, but, uh, yeah, man, some of the metal bands here are really good. Some of the metal bands in Saudi, like in 2008, uh, 2008 era were really good. Uh, I can't. Yeah, man. There's. I remember. There's um, been a lot of great bands. I remember one of the the Saudi bands uh, was Wasted Land, who was very very good. I used to love those guys playing live. Yes, Wasted Land. You know what? Hang on a second. I'm, I gotta pull this out. Hang on. All right. All right. We'll wait. We'll wait for uh, for Khan to come back. Um, I wanna I wanna jump into the comments with you guys for a split second. Um, so. For those that tuned in late and uh, don't know, I'm going to show you guys this uh, this bar one more time because it, you're kicking ass uh, with this thing. So when we started, I explained that if you like and share the stream, we have a brand new goal 
uh, of trying to hit 6K on this page. Um, so invite your friends and that kind of stuff. And uh, Judy has been keeping track of uh, how many people have have uh, kicked up. Thank you, Judy, for, for keeping track. Um, but it's been amazing. It's been absolutely awesome. Uh, you guys are really but, uh, kicking ass. I can't hear you yet, so hang on a second. No worries. Uh, I was just telling the guys about the uh, the 6K uh, goal. See, the, the bar is up here on this page. But you guys have been uh-huh. kicking ass today. Um, let's see. Let's see how many episodes it takes to hit the goal. I just wanted to some, have something like a visual representation of just how uh, great your support is, how how awesome sharing and inviting and doing all that stuff is, and a, a goal of six thousand people. Six thousand is a massive number of people. Um, so it's, it's a good uh, good number for the tribe. Anyway, you went to get something. Let me know what what, what was that. Yeah, you know what's better than six thousand. Hit me. 10,000. Small steps. Small steps. You're right. You're right. I'm getting greedy. I have that <laughs> habit. So this is probably my favorite Nerve Cell record. I don't know if you guys ever heard some of the songs on this. It had Human Chaos, a couple of other cool tracks. Yeah, man. Um, Can you see I, it? I, yeah, absolutely. I, have, I still have that. I have the t-shirt. I actually toured with Nerve Cell uh, in 2011 as their uh, road crew slash videographer photographer guy we did uh, a couple wow. of festivals um czech republic and germany um i made their like uh, tour diary videos so i'd film and edit on the road in uh, in the van um so yeah uh, I, uh I, that was that was my favorite uh mtr experiment record yes and Probably one of the most creative packaging I've ever seen, which is really cool. Hats off to the guys. I think they handmade most of the stuff. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, I'm I'm just going to keep going. Cut me off. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. This this uh, was the record which I thought Gorgon was talking about, uh, which had... I was... I kind of played a small role in making this record happen. It's a... it's a Red Bull Music Academy compilation kind of thing, and it had a bunch of songs which featured a lot of collaborations. So the first one, I don't know if you can see it, is Raz Musa and Boyan. And that was a song that I kind of sang on as well, which was fun. Uh, these guys were a cool band. I don't know if you remember them, Nadim's band. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had some pretty cool stuff. Uh, not rock, not metal, but probably one of my favorite uh hip-hop artists in the region is Islam Jawad. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure you've come across this guy. He works mm-hmm. at... I think he works at Spotify now or something. You you got a really mighty cool collection of, uh, of local there. Bro, this is... I mean, this is just the stuff that I can pull out from my... from, from the CD tower. There's a bunch. There's a lot of them. This is what I was telling you earlier. Sun King. Really mm-hmm. cool band. They released... They, this was, I think they printed this at home, man, because it's, uh, you can tell, you know, when you can look at a CD and be like, oh, someone made this at home. So I, think this I was love one of that. Those guys. And yeah, this is their Bofunk Zoo. Uh, I think this was the second record or was it the first? I'm not sure. Would you remember? Uh, I think this is the first, the first record. I think the second one was, uh, uh, yeah, I think the, the second one was a black and white cover from what I remember. Okay, so this is the one I really liked. And uh, I, I mean, I love Assad's other stuff as well. 
Then the record he released last year was amazing. I I mean I, I had the chance to sit down with him in his car and listen to the, a bunch of the songs, which is it was mind blowing what he's done and how far he's come. Uh, Fat Randall, we were talking about them earlier. Oh, here's a band that I think is super underrated, but I think they're really cool. Might not be your the kind of music down your alley, but uh, I don't know if you can see that. Hit me. What is that? Kick Sound. I rem- I remember hmm. Kick Sound. So they're. I think the guys in the band are still around, but if if again, I mean, if if anyone knows Oliver, uh, then maybe call him up and ask him to join us in the chat. Share the stream. <laughs> but, share share the video to Oliver right now. Yeah, yeah. Ollie, Ollie, I think was very disheartened with the scene as well because uh, maybe maybe he wasn't maybe he was expecting more or something different when they released this and as a band in general, which. I totally kind of feel him with that because, you know, I mean, we talk about the scene and how everybody knows each other, but then how many of us have actually been to each other's shows, right? Maybe we can talk about that later, but yeah. Uh, a band I'm, I, that I'm wait, not... Before before yeah. you go on, I, I just think this is a hilarious comment from Munir and Samer yeah, yeah, what's up? Uh, piled onto it. Munir says, nothing ends well when a guy starts with, I gotta pull this out. Talking about what you uh, just said before you get those CDs, <laughs> and Arzuni jumped in saying, "Actually, it'll only end well, depending." <laughs> Absolutely true, guys. Oh, fuck. Did, Absolutely is that true. What I, said I was. When I, when I, uh, you did say that, and I was. I got to be honest. I was a little worried. I cut the camera right away just to make sure nothing, uh, nothing over, uh, uh, nothing R-rated would be happening in, on the show. <laughs> Wow, I, I didn't even realize, but it, it, yeah, now when I look, when, I, when I'm listening to it in my head, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ahmed Bashir was up. Thank you for tuning in. And Brendan Yo. is here. Uh, Journey, what's saying, going on, man? Khan, you guys are awesome. See you guys live. A, see you guys live a bunch of live. I think he means a bunch of times. Absolus was phenomenal. I miss them a lot. Thank you, Brendan, for tuning in. Uh, yeah, Absolus was awesome, and Khan is awesome. You're awesome, man. This, uh, this, I think, um, I think part of the the joy that I get uh, doing this uh, this podcast is the rekindling of of connections that happens uh, from the comments That's, to to yeah, the guests man. to me. I mean, there's a bunch of people in here that haven't met each other. Um, either before or uh since a, a very for a very long time um which is super cool uh ben monroe we were just talking about the crow murder uh ben monroe the drummer from the crow murders in the house and he's saying yo pull it out <laughs> <laughs> what's up ben it's been ages man Samer says, uh, Samer Azuni saying, yeah, man, I'm missing Nadim on stage. I do too, man. And uh, he's going to be on the show. He's going to talk about music. He's going to talk about his uh, company Event Lab as well, um, which is uh, awesome because he, he started a company based on freelancers, which I think is very, very cool. Which is dope. Which is dope. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who else is down here? Well, a lot of people remember Kicksound. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. I mean, go. I mean, fuck, man. I wish. I wish there was like. I hope everyone kind of listens to everyone's music because that's the only way you're gonna appreciate everyone and not just not just you know talking about them. One. That's one of the cool things that happened. Um, I think on uh, the sixth episode of the show is that uh, I had this guy called Arabian Panda on, who's a local musician that hasn't 
been a part of the local scene whatsoever. He grew up abroad and has just moved back. And I mean local, like Emirati, which is also rare uh, in our really? circles. Yeah. Um, so what we did in that episode is we just tagged a bunch of local music, um, whether it was rap, rock, metal, uh, indie, whatever it was, um, for him to check out because he's a local artist that doesn't even uh, know a single local band. Um, so that episode... Uh, completely blew my mind because everyone went back and checked those bands uh, everyone that was tuning in and i got yeah. a ton of messages going yo i like this one i didn't like this one uh, this was my more my style this was cool this was not um so a lot of a lot of people uh, do actually check out the texts which which is amazing i think this is one of the coolest things about having this community here this tribe is that everyone's kind of oh uh, yeah already yeah. supportive about it uh ben, yeah man i mean Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm just saying Ben and Ahmed are linking up again. Uh, Samir is already tagging Nadim Jamal. Uh, Nadim, let me know if you uh, if you ever tune in. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's been it's been ages since I think any one of us met each other. So it'd be cool to have Nadim. And yeah, if 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 anyone knows Oliver as well, tag him and get him on. Get Oliver on. If you guys know Oliver, get him on the on the show. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about what your advice uh, would be for up-and-coming musicians. We have a lot of them, uh, whether it's established or up-and-coming in the comments. We have guys like Nasim Sirihi, who's been doing it for a long time. I've known for 20 years. Ah, it's super easy, bro. It's super easy. <laughs> Josh, Josh is in the house. So what's... And I'm asking you guys as well uh, out there in the comments. Um, if you were to, to give advice in a nugget form, like if someone was to say, yo, I want to start making music in this day, uh, this day and age, what's mm. the like sound bite that you'd give them? What's the like, hey, here's one piece of advice that I, I wish I knew 10 years ago. Fuck it. I'll give two, man. Hit it. <laughs> All right. Number one, go to where the industry is. So get the fuck out and go to Hollywood or I don't know, England or London and go to where the bands that you listen to exist because that's where you want to be. Number two, if you can't do number one, then quit your job and, <laughs> you know, bust your ass to make enough music to go make money out of it and get yourself a full-time gig as a musician because honestly, that's kind of how it worked with me. I, I kind of lost my job kind of thing, situation. Um, and I had to make ends meet and you know doing those open mic nights at that time got me connected to an agent and uh, that's how the full-time gigs happen and that's kind of how i did it and i the only i wouldn't say regret but the only thing i looked back was that fuck you know why didn't i think of this before why wasn't i kind of doing full-time music before so either one of those two man that's what i think so uh nasser is uh, is echoing your your uh statement there he says don't give up and move to la or london if you can uh Samir, la and london man Samir is going the complete opposite direction he just says don't <laughs> don't do it um <laughs> which is also solid advice <laughs> and when you're saying that's that's great advice because um i've actually done the opposite for most of my uh, music career music journey um I, I've only played with very, very few people. I haven't kind of ventured out and done the jamming thing. And I've only done my band uh, versus not. <laughs> like, uh, oh, bro, not you know doing who in music. your band has done that? And is, who's, who's good at it? Who? Ali, man. He's in your band, right? 
He is in my band, yeah, of course. Ali, Ali yeah, plays he, with a lot of different people. He plays with every fucking band, man. He's, I think so he's does Josh. Two two. So does Josh. I think I've interacted more with Ali. That's why I bought. I, I thought of him. Yeah, no, my uh, my guys are, are very well versed. I think I'm the only person that doesn't really uh, doesn't really play outside my box. <laughs> you know, that speaking sound, of Ali, that sounded. Uh, wait, we're gonna got... we're gonna get censored. I just said I'm the only person that doesn't play outside my box. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah we're, we're definitely gonna get the ratings up if we keep talking like that man <laughs> it's it's dad joke 101 right there i'm still i was sorry i was i was i was stuck on uh i was stuck on a comment by ben um let's go for it let's go for the comments which one were you reading uh he's uh i think one of I'm not following your order because I can't keep looking at the camera and the screen, but he said Universal Rogue was one of the first bands he saw and he's asking about Mike and it's it's funny he's asking about Mike uh, Mike Michael Johnson was the guitar player for that band at that time uh, much he was a, he was he was a generation older than us so uh, yeah uh he's he's doing okay ben he's in australia uh he went through a pretty tough patch he had to leave dubai for medical reasons and he was in bed rest for over a year but he's all right he's got his own studio and he's making music so yeah man sorry i had to put that across because not a lot of people remember mike in dubai so no man this is this is what the show is all about we're, we're responding to to all the comments uh, live we're, Fuck, uh, we're man, i miss i miss watching stay. ben's band i miss having uh to share the stage with Ben, they were one of my favorite bands. Speaking of bands, I just wanted to finish this collection of CD. Uh, yeah, yeah, not my it. favorite band. I think they've got some, or they had some good songs. I don't know if this band is still together. Uh, do you remember them? Aneurysm. Yeah, I remember Aneurysm absolutely. I uh, I shared a stage with uh, their vocalist Nadim Bibi uh, during a concert series called uh, Desert Experiment, which is um, for those yeah. that don't know. Uh, a concert series where um, we bring a bunch of different musicians from around the Middle East, kind of put them in a room to play covers, uh, mix and match everyone. Uh, and actually, the founder of Desert Experiment, Gorgon, is coming on the show this Saturday. Oh, nice. Excited about nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, Aneurysm was a good band. Some of the band members were dicks, but hey, it's okay. You know, uh, can't judge the whole band on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, every band has. Uh, Every band has a dick. Let's just put it out there. That's the sound bite of the day. Every, yeah, <laughs> every yeah. band has a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, this was uh, Tim Hassel. I don't know if you know this guy. Not rock, not metal. Very Absolute. country folk kind of stuff. But he had um, some good stuff. And very active musician. I really Another person I, uh, I actually made a video for. Um, I filmed really? and edited one of his videos. I forget the song name. But it was a live video. Uh, that he did in uh, that uh, Abu Dhabi Corniche uh, show. What was that called? I forget what it was called. If you guys remember, um, I'll, I'll beats I'll, on the uh, beach. It was one of those. Uh, he played. He oh. played the show, and we filmed it um, and uh, and edited it, and it was cool. It was very very cool. You know, there was uh, once upon a time a festival called Womad that took place in Abu Dhabi. I have no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, Robert Plant came down and did a free concert, man. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, that I did. I had no idea Robert Plant did a free concert here. 
Yeah, man. Uh, anyway, so speaking of bands, uh, this band is uh, it's not worth mentioning or showing their city, but I'm going to do it just for the sake of the band members. Okay. Okay, nothing special. That's an all right band. Uh, for those that are just listening, <laughs> you got you got a name drop because the the people are listening don't see the screen, but he just showed his own band, Chronicles of Han. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this last uh, CD that I've got in my hand is probably the one I was talking about earlier. It dates back to 2008, and it's called United. Uh, it's called the Saudi United Bands album. That's what it looks like. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. So that had a bunch of great bands, including Wasted Land and Empty Quarter and all those guys. Super I cool. Remember, so I mean, the- um, I don't know if, if someone in the comments could tag someone from that band, but there was a band called Breeze of the Dying from Saudi Arabia. That was a, a deathcore band before deathcore was cool. I wish those guys were still around. I was a big fan of that band. Yeah, man. Breeze I mean, I don't know how many I of think- them still exist or how many of them are still around because that's... 11 years old but yeah yeah they, they I've got they're a bunch of other local records man they're definitely not around anymore but um uh the the band the album they released was one of my favorite things that came out whether it was local or international do you know one of the most successful oh you gotta say here's one of my this is a very carol baskin moment so this is nikki i don't know if you can see her hey you cool cats and kittens <laughs> She's, she's a handicap, but I still love her. Been in the family for almost 10 years. Anyway, so going back to musicians in the scene, do you know, yeah. does, does the name Benjamin Bruce ring a bell? Uh, yeah, I remember uh, I, I only bumped into him way back in the day once, uh, but I know he's, uh, he's the guitarist and like the band leader basically of uh, uh, Asking Alexandria. Yeah, and I think he would be like one of the prime examples of why, I mean, why it's tough to make it as a musician in this part of the world. Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to bitch about, you know, the place we live in or anything like that. It's a phenomenal place. It's given us a lot of opportunity and everything. But when people start talking and bitching and whining about we should get more paid gigs and uh, there is, you know, music industry and stuff like that. Um, this Benjamin Bruce is a good example of why we're wrong about it. And if you want to get those paid gigs, then go to a place where an industry exists because it'll be far easier to kind of create your own platform and base as a musician or a band and have those amount of followers would come. I mean, the fact that Dubai alone is a tiny place uh, is is a perfect example of why it's so hard to have a, a, a good fan following here. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I think it goes both ways. I think he also had a lot of support. I I can't uh, confirm this. It's not a hundred percent fact. So, um, if you do know him or do know the story. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he did have a lot of also financial help uh, from from his family and stuff when he did move out. It, just being able to move out was uh, was a great uh, Virginia. We were uh, visiting Tata's parents, and um, mm-hmm. I walked into a, a shop called Hot Topic, and uh, in that shop, uh, in some mall in the middle of nowhere in Virginia, I saw a T-shirt that said "Asking Alexandria," and I was like, "Yo, this is." A strange name 
to have two bands of, right? Because there's a tiny band I saw in like Canadian college uh, in Sheikh Zayed Road uh, in Dubai <laughs> called Asking Alexandria. And now there's a bunch of t-shirts here promoting this like buy one, get one free mm. Asking Alexandria merch before a tour with Slayer. I was like, this is such a weird name to have two bands of. Someone in Virginia mm-hmm. and someone here. And then it hit me later <laughs> that it was the same band. They had moved and they had exploded. Uh, no, it wasn't them. It was just Ben. It was it was just Ben, wasn't it? This is another yeah. thing. A lot of the members are still around in the scene here. Uh, who used yeah, to I'm be sure in they, I'm sure they are, man. I'm sure they are. Uh, and I hope they're doing well. But, uh, I mean, the reason I used Ben as an example is because he kind of ventured out and went to where... The opportunity exists uh, versus where you have to make your own opportunity. Yeah. You're still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. I think that the the longer we do this, there's a bit of a lag that starts to happen uh, in the in the call. No, no, I, uh, I, I asked because I heard some kind of notification, so I don't know if that was me or you or. Oh uh, no, I think the notification is just uh, just the the whenever someone shares it, you're supposed to hear like a. Ping. I don't know if you so you hear it as well, but I think the, the uh, guys I, definitely hear it. I heard it for the first time. Oh, sick! I don't know how so. that happened. <laughs> um, let's jump back into the comments. We've uh, we've piled on a few. Uh, where were we? So uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pick a comment. If, I don't know. You want to go it. back to the beginning? Uh, no, no. I just wanted to to point out. Um, a couple from Katya here. Um, actually, South London or LA, it's oversaturated. Uh, play what you really love, get really good at it, and use social media, which I think is the second way um, of, of thinking about this uh, this whole topic. There's always two schools of thought to anything we do. And I think I agree with Katya to some degree on the social media side and just do it as, as hard as you can, as long as you can, till you get good at it. Because that's kind of been my trajectory when it came to uh, when it comes to uh, film and and mm-hmm. uh, doing doing videos and stuff like that. It basically started as mm-hmm. a daily vlog on YouTube and um, ended up like with people in the comments like Samir uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, create full length documentaries with him for for major channels and stuff like that. So um, yeah, that that's also something uh, that that I think is very very viable viable and I think where I stand personally is somewhere dead in the middle. I don't think moving to LA is is the like massive goal or kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, the only thing that works, but I think somewhere in the middle where you get good at your shit and uh, kind of uh, find a way to monetize or f- or, or finance hundred percent being hundred percent able that was, to bounce that was, back and forth yeah that was my second uh, advice that i gave you that quit your job and you know because you you know one thing that and i was and i used to be part of this conversation once upon a time when i was doing my nine to five job that hey i want to get paid gigs i want my band to get paid gigs and again i might sound like a broken record but bands deserve that but you gotta you know, you got to want it really bad and you got, and unless you don't want it bad enough, you will never be able to create that opportunity for yourself. Uh, and what I mean by that is that if you have a day job and you're doing a nine to five, which is nothing wrong with it, because again, where we live, I understand situations. Some of us have kids, some of us have partners, some of us have parents to support, uh, maybe ourselves. I don't know, but, uh, 
if you've got a day job that's giving you an income already and you already have created your comfort zone within that you're not going to want money from your music bad enough trust me you will do gigs here and there and you will keep bitching about the fact that our gigs don't pay us but it's not going to happen the way you want it to happen as long as you've got that 9 to 5 happening music will always kind of be like that side hustle um i might be wrong for a lot of people here but again that's just my opinion so if anyone differs comment that shit and i'm happy to talk about it yeah no it's uh, there, there's no uh, there's never a wrong versus right way to to think about this stuff yeah, i think I mean, that's, that's what makes my opinion so because absolutely that worked for me so unmuted my dude unmuted that's the whole point <laughs> uh going going back to the question uh, go for it the, you wanted uh, to shoot a couple comments. of comments uh ahmed al ahmed i can't pronounce his last name is it bachari or bakari like bakardi I think I I say Bashiri but I'm I'm sure he can uh, I I'm sure he can correct us in the comments there. All right, I'm just going to call him Dirty. Dirty said that Aneurism Aneurism is a good band, cool stuff. Uh yeah, they are a good band, but again, some of them are dicks. Uh Nasser is laughing, which is fun. It's always good to see those emojis. Uh Nadeem is a sweetheart. Nadeem is a sweetheart and I think somehow he should join us on this conversation. Uh Khalid Al Tamimi can we get subtitles from Gorgon's episode <laughs> That is that um, is one of the coolest requests <laughs> I've ever heard That's and funny. actually um you're you're joking about that but I think uh if you're on the jo- live stream I'm not joking he's joking <laughs> No no I I know I'm saying Tamimi I think you're joking about that um but in the in the YouTube in the YouTube in the Facebook man brand slip right there in the facebook app uh if you hit the the little circle you can add automated closed captions uh to to the Boom. to the video to the live stream it does it live i don't know how well it's going to do it with gorgon uh it might just be funny to turn it on and try to film it and see what facebook thinks he's talking about but <laughs> that's another cool uh, cool suggestion keep going with the comments bro um All right, so Samir is saying that he has no recollection whatsoever of Desert Experience. I'm guessing he's talking about Desert Experiment. That says uh, it all. That that says it all. I don't think anyone's supposed to have any recollection of of that show. It's one of the best things uh that happens. Um and it's a it's a massive yeah. party. It is. It is. Uh you know, on that note, I want to just you know, I want to apologize to Gorgon for not being able to be part of the last one. uh and trust me when i say this and i say it from the bottom of my heart that i really really did uh only because i was there when the first one happened uh i was not part of the performers but i was there in in you know when the first one took place uh he asked me to be part of the last one i think and was it was it number 8 the last one i believe so yeah and here's here's a here's one thing which kind of messes up a lot of things for you as a as a musician who also has you know an original band trying to make original music being part of that scene when you become a full-time musician in dubai mm-hmm. your weekends get fucked all right uh your thursday friday saturdays are considered working days uh your working hours are in the evening so forget about a social life or gatherings it's it becomes really tough because you're out there playing bars and pubs as your full-time gig now. Uh I think Khalid probably knows that as well and other people who are in the comments who are full-time musicians. 
because that's how you make ends meet. Um, so because of that reason, I was not able to be part of Desert Experiment last time. And I want to sincerely apologize to Gorgon for that. And I'm sure he's totally cool about it. And I hope that I get a chance to be part of it in one of the future ones. Well, that that's one of the things that I got to bring up with him this Saturday when I have him on the show. I think um, it's it's a very uh, interesting idea of uh, getting, getting musicians because it, it, I know uh, a lot of... I know a lot more than uh, than the average person would about this experiment because I've tried to help Gorgon out as much as I can with the filming and photography stuff. But yeah. uh, him uh, doing it out of his own pocket kind of thing, but having his burning desire is to have musicians be paid for every single show they've ever done, uh, I know is uh, is already a dilemma for him. Is already a, a struggle that he has. Yeah, man, uh, w- of course with it, it is. With this experiment, so it'll be a very interesting topic to talk about. Full time musicians talk, taking the time off to be a part of a show like Desert Experiment uh, or the concert series like Desert Experiment. So I think that that you've hit the nail on the head with that. I think that that's a very interesting topic there. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to continue talking. Uh, Keep going with the comments. comments. So Nasser, there's a lot of dicks in the scene, but I wasn't going to dig there. You know, that that comment can be taken visually in so many ways right now. If you're <laughs> listening to the audio. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio, but uh, Nasser is referring to the bunch of idiot musicians or whatever, assholes, we call them dicks. Um, yeah, Nasser, I agree with you. There are a few of them, but it's okay, man. I mean, uh I guess I guess they somehow in their own way play an important role in the community. I don't know how, but maybe they do. <clears throat> I see seen a lot of bands in London getting screwed by majors. That's from Katya. Mm-hmm. Uh, not entirely sure what she means, but I can imagine bands getting screwed everywhere for various reasons. <laughs> Next uh, Brendan, I'm going to jump in, into a comment yeah, here. Brendan says, uh, Desert Experiment needs to happen as soon as the gig scene reopens. Um, and I just wanted to say, Brendan, I think as soon as the gig scene reopens, we just, uh, as a collective music scene of uh, alternative indie singer-songwriter rock and metal, like all of that <laughs> scene needs to, needs to come together somehow. Uh, maybe in a desert experiment, maybe in just just yeah. one massive party festival thing, and just celebrate uh, that we got through this. Just celebrate that everyone's safe. Celebrate uh, that uh, that uh, you know the, the the not not that we were able to continue doing it, but the 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 people that survived uh, through the like people like Khan who who do it full time and stuff like that. Um, have come out the other end because I know a lot of people had to leave the country uh, based on uh, gigs not being around. A lot of people had to leave mm. the country based on their jobs not being around anymore. Yeah. Um, so we we uh, we should uh, we should be able to uh, once this thing is over celebrate and also just say thank you to everyone that's on the front lines. Um, maybe maybe do a kind of a, a gig for them. See all the, the yeah. medical staff, all the uh, nurses that are out there. Um, even even uh, like we were talking about last time, grocery clerks, grocery store clerks, and stuff like that. They're making our lives tolerable staying at home oh, because yeah, they're man. out there every day. So once this thing is over, we're partying regardless. <laughs> I think. 
Oh, 100%, man. This is, this has opened up a whole new chapter in the community, which is an amazing thing. And I think I think all of us collectively can thank you for that right now. Uh, so, yeah, man. Good job. Thank you, my dude. Um, let's see. What else is there? There's uh, a bunch was... of people who've commented about uh, the WOMAD thing. I'm still up there in the comments. and Keep going. Tim, Tim Hasselhoff. Yes, <laughs> Tim Hasselhoff. That's, uh, he's talking about uh, what's his name? Tim Hassel. Tim Hassel. (laughs) Uh, Then there's Nasser, who is... How do you not have any of our albums, Khan? Man, uh, you got me there, bro. I have streamed some of your songs. uh, Animal, 1987, stuff like that, which I think is amazing. So uh, next time I... So here's the thing. I know everyone... uh, A lot of guys talk about how they go and purchase albums from the local scene. And I'll be honest, I have bought some of these but a lot of them have a, have been like a barter situation where if I'm playing a gig where there's like three other bands I'd go up to them and I'd be like hey do you have a record out and they'd be like yeah it's on the merch table and I'm like cool I can buy it or maybe we could just trade our you know CDs and I just found that as a way of literally letting them hear our music and me hearing their music uh, so Nasser if I see you next time maybe we could do that man I don't know unless you have my record then it'd be pretty fucked up of me not to have your record, and I'll make sure I go get it. <laughs> Nasser is one of the the diehards. He's uh, he's also uh, a collector of local as well. So yeah, man. A, a we've, we've played a bunch of gigs together, Nasser and I. We've I think we've played Music Room for sure. We've played uh, Comic Con, which was always a fun gig to play. Uh, yeah, I think Nasser uh, played at Amp as well. Oh yeah! All right, so um, so th- comes full circle right here, right now. This is awesome. Um, their ex Nasser saying their next ex drummer would played with us. I'm guessing he's talking about asking Alexandria. A lot of people remember them. That's awesome. Um, so Nasser said, Nasser again, bro. My wife's friend left Bahrain, went to Toronto, and ended up collaborating with Drake. And having a billboard charting single, and now the dude's big. You've got to make that sacrifice if you want to break sometimes, which uh, 100% I agree with. And I also just want to add to that, that I guess it also depends on the situation the musician or the vocalist or the band member is in. Uh, Like I said, some of us in our age group now have families and responsibilities, which are not just... I mean, I think Nasser himself has the sweet baby boy, which we saw on the episode uh, in, in his episode. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it was super yeah. cute. And yeah, yeah. I think it's not—you know—the older you get, uh, and the more you try to accommodate things which are normal for people who are not musicians, like a job or, or, or a family or a house or other responsibilities, the more harder it gets to kind of give it all up and go to a whole new place. So as much as I agree with Nasser, I think there's two sides to that coin. Uh, but anyway, we can we, we can go on with the comments and keep going, man. You're doing an amazing there. job with the comments there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying my best, man. Because I don't know how you do it, which is super cool. But uh, it, Majid it's, Jordan's it's good. It, sorry, uh, it's good. It's good to see you going through it because then uh, I'm also watching you do it and seeing how I could I could. Uh, learn from you because because you're you're going yeah, we're back vibing off each other bro we're vibing yeah, off yeah, each yeah. other uh but but so i said it right there you go you've been saying it wrong 
<laughs> I have. I have. I'm sorry, man. What, I'm what, sorry. What, what did you say? How did you say you say his I name? I said Bashiri. I said I said it the Bashiri. Arabic way. Yeah. You, you, you. Uh, every, everyone knows in the comments, I, I always put a disclaimer. Um, I'm going to probably butcher a name or two. Um, uh, oh, bro, um, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't use my 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 first name, which is Faraz. Yeah, I mean, my last name, uh, I, I even mess up. Uh, when you see that last name, um, I've said it before. It looks like you lost a game of Scrabble, and uh, <laughs> and and you, you're just you're just in the negative points at that at that point. There's no vowels. There's nothing. Nothing's working in that last name. So I'm one of those people that uh, that know how hard it is to pronounce names. But I always butcher other people's names, regardless of of the trauma that I have <laughs> experiencing that. <laughs> Well, take us, bro. My name, I mean, Faraz is not a tough name. And now that I'm saying it, you know how it sounds. But believe you me, I've had people. Uh, so, so the white people say my name different. It's like Faraz, Faraz. You know, they, that's how they pronounce it. And or they say Faraz, which it's kind of weird. They have that little. It's like it's like an it's like they auto tune my name, which is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, the Arabs, they have, they've got the word, they've got the names Faris and Firas in their in their book of names, right? Uh, so I get that a lot from a lot of my Arab friends and colleagues. Uh, but here's where it gets really fucked up. When I used to get a lot of emails, work emails, people used to end up writing Firoz. They used to end up writing Farhad. Uh, and I'd be like, yo, how the fuck? Can you fuck it up in an email? Like my signature is right there. And I used to have a good laugh about it, but I ended up uh, just using my surname in my last workplace and it's kind of stuck ever since. Uh, so yeah, I totally understand how you feel about people mispronouncing your name, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's completely uh, completely the same train of, uh, of experience that I have had. I've, I've gone to uh, even like hotels, you know, when you give them your passport and they print out your booking, in the printout, after I've given them my actual passport, the spelling is still wrong. <laughs> yeah, bro. Everybody, everybody fucking starts going Starbucks about these things. It's stupid. Um, all right, cool. So back to the comments. DE needs to happen as soon as this gig scene reopens. I think you read that earlier from Brendan. Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, we went through that. Yeah. Uh, Khalid saying that he agrees on the mentality of always putting the nine to five even when you're gigging. Last year. Uh, I ended up doing my nine to five plus my gigs together at a point where I'd rock up in a suit and hit the stage. You'd probably look really good in, in, in a suit as a drummer, man. <laughs> uh, your laundry bill would be a lot though. Even playing on weekends meant I had no days off. Fucking wrecked. I was making more money doing music, but chasing the gigs and payments was always making me dedicate and prioritize and stabilize. Ah, fuck, what am I doing? I'm reading it wrong. Uh, payments was always making me dedicate and prioritize the stability, something. And the comment just went up. Anyway, I got the gist of it. Khalid, you're totally right, but that's what I meant. Like, you gotta, you gotta pick one. You can't see if you've managed to do it and i'm sure a lot of us have where we have paid gigs and we've got the nine to five job and it feels great because you make a lot of money but just which is amazing but um like you said you end up sacrificing a lot you get wrecked your weekends are fucked you're you're eventually your focus is going to get screwed too and as much as you're gonna love making money you're gonna at some point say that fuck it i don't want to do this for money because that's not how i started 
And I think I can speak for every musician who's on this right now that none of us started playing music for money. None of us picked up drumsticks or guitars or bass guitars or microphones thinking that, yo, I'm going to make fucking 10,000 dirhams a month doing this. No, man. I'm, or I'm going to make 10,000 dirhams a gig doing this. We all did it because we fucking love it. So keep that in mind all the time. If the money comes, it's great. It's amazing. It's rewarding. Trust me, it is. Who doesn't fucking like money? But, you know, uh, if you're going to want to do it full time, then I think, quit your I job. Think and that also that, that really applies to all um, creative outlets or creative professions. Oh, 100%, even, man. 100%, people, 100%. People that I know that started vlogging 10 years ago didn't say, hey, I want to make videos on YouTube because I want to eventually uh, buy a house with the money I made on videos. No one knew they could do this much. No one knew it was going to turn into this. Everyone just kind of started it because it was cool and fun. And yeah. I, I have I have friends um, and personal contacts that I know that are completely living off of uh, internet videos. They're, that's all they do. They make videos for the internet. And Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, but are, you're not, it's not going to happen overnight. It takes time and it won't happen unless you won't give it 100%. So my point was that if you're going to have a nine to five job and you're playing gigs at the same time, that's not giving... 100% to your gigs. That's you giving 50-50. Yeah. So make a decision and it's not going to be an easy one, but nothing in life is, right? <laughs> If it's easy, Absolutely. then I don't know. Maybe you've got a rich dad or something. <laughs> um, that's, that's not the case right, right here. <laughs> yeah, that's not the case, bro. I'm not far from it, man. My dad, uh, he's got his own stories to talk about Dubai for when he came here like 50, 60 years ago. Uh, anyway, So, uh, Wait, I, just, I, I want to address one of uh, one of the comments um, yeah, before you keep it. going. Uh, uh, Adnan AD uh, is asking, "Bro, which portal are you using?" And then he asked again, "Bro, which portal is this?" Uh, this isn't <laughs> a a portal <laughs> of any kind. Um, so basically, what I I could do a rig rundown video for you if uh, if that's something you guys are into. Um, but it's a very complicated series of. Uh, software and hardware that I kind of put together to, to create this show. I'm using a Panasonic uh, Lumix GH5 as a camera uh, that runs. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be a little nerdy for about 30 seconds, just for the people that do don't, it, man. Do it. That don't do care it. about cameras. Um, so I'm using the uh, Lumix GH5 uh, that goes into a capture card that allows me to use it as a as a webcam. Essentially, um, I'm using a Sen uh, sorry, not Sennheiser, a Shure SM7B microphone plugged into a Scarlett uh, sound card, uh, Scarlett uh, two input sound card, two i4, and all of that uh, goes into uh, a software called OBS. That's open broadcasting software um, that you see all the, the, the kind of the graphics and all that stuff. And I used um, a bit of code, a bit of coding um, for uh, Josh is in the house. He's, he's a coder. Uh, I used a bit of code uh, to get stuff like the, the comments. Sorry, it's mirrored. The comments out there uh, on, this, on the screen. Um, also, OBS allows me to do things like cut. To, to this screen with uh, Khan and I, uh, cut to me alone, cut to him alone, even uh, while I'm talking, be able to bring up my, uh, my Instagram handle right there. So all of this stuff is, is kind of hardwired, coded, and I've, uh, I've um, done some hotkeys so I can trigger 
all these different camera angles and stuff like that. Uh, so it took me a long ass time. It wasn't easy. Uh, I am definitely not a uh, a live broadcast guy. So I put a lot of work into uh, into learning this stuff before we streamed our first episode. And yeah. Um, Adnan says, you know, I'm a vlogger, so I really was, uh, so I really wanted to know this. Uh, thank you. Thank you, dude. Um, Ahmed saying, great job, dude. Thank you, guys. Uh, Adnan saying, so it seems real difficult. It's, it's, it's somewhat difficult. I mean, I, I did put like two weeks worth of work into just the setup and I'm still learning. I'm still, the, the reason the show is called Unmuted is because I, I really did genuinely just mute some people by accident. <laughs> because I, I had a hotkey that, uh, that was too close to the camera switch and I just turned people's mics off while I was doing this. Um, <laughs> Uh, JM came up with that. He he thought the show should be called Unmuted because of that reason. Um, and uh, but yeah, man, it's a lot. It is a lot of work, but I I love the outcome. Uh, Khaled, uh, sorry, uh, Fadi designed uh, the the graphics. A good friend of mine who was on episode one, and um, he uh, he helped me with all the you know the the black sprays and all that stuff. That's all Fadi's design, and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad someone. Uh, I'm glad you guys are, are recognizing. I'm, and I'm glad someone wants to know how it's done. I, I genuinely think, with the right tools, everyone should have a show about everything they like. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, Amptcast with uh, with Khan was something that I I genuinely want to see uh, come back. I really want to see that come back. I really want to see you guys even dig deeper into not only. Uh, a person's journey but i kind of want to uh see the the technical side of stuff um the the well, maybe like, we'll have you on it man maybe we can come back with you and you can talk about everything you're saying because what you're doing is like i said it's amazing and i think a lot of the guys would want to know more about not just your setup but everything that you're doing from back in the day when the earlier vlogs that you were talking about and the earlier shoots that you did for the scene and all that that you've contributed you know I'd love to, man. I, I would absolutely love to. I think there are a couple of people in the in the chat here in the conversation that um, have been around long enough to see uh, the the old stuff that I've done. But um, definitely, the tribe generally is is uh, a lot newer than uh, than even like the Have you seen that stuff? Which even that's like 2010 to say that like that's already 10 years old. So I'm uh, I'm very uh, very stoked. And I like teaching, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's something about really. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of teaching. Oh, I really amazing, like. Man. That's, that's, I'm, I'm going to take that up and get some stuff I, I, sorted from you. Everyone knows. If you ever have a question, give me a call, and I'll I'll do everything I can to answer all the questions. Um, I did some mentorship uh, for YouTube, uh, YouTube Space, and stuff like that, where I, I taught vloggers, uh, up and coming vloggers, with like you know the. 20k and under uh, subscriber count how to how to tell stories how to better use the platform um i've been a part of uh, facebook uh to to also teach people how to do uh, better videos for their facebook platforms and stuff like that wow. called opens uh, how long a video should be all that kind of stuff so if you have any questions um adnan you're in there i know ahmed uh, hit me up a couple a couple of times about uh live stream as well if you anyone here wants to do videos vlogs uh live streams ask any questions hit me up man hit me up i've been doing it for a long time 
Uh, and I love I love to answer people's questions. I want to see more people do uh, the things they love. And hopefully, if you get really good at it and uh, and just buckle down and make it uh, amazing, then you can monetize it somehow. Yeah, why not, man? I mean, but that's really nice of you to offer uh, all all your help, man. That's that's a good thing, my friend. It it's is the month of giving, so. It is. It is absolutely, and um, it's it's also the way I look at it is what do I wish I had when I was starting out, uh, and just someone to be like, "Yo, make it a ten minute video. Don't post fucking two minute videos. No one, no one wants to see a two minute video, and people relate to a ten minute video. Also, the algorithm helps you. Post a ten minute video. Like I just wish someone told me that one nugget. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're here to help everybody else, but. I it's hope so, thing. man. I hope so. Um, I'll jump back into the comments again. It seems really difficult. Yeah. No, it isn't. Um, uh, Brendan says I, I, I like his job I was, on the production. I was stuck on. I was stuck on Nasser and what's it? Ahmed talking about who's a dick and who's not a dick. But I think your, oh, your topic was much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's steer away from. We've already been yelled at by Facebook. Let's steer away from the dick conversations, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but I can tell since Ahmed is asking. Who screwed who? Um, bro, there's so many guys. And I think one of them was from your ex-band. Or, yeah, I think you're... I don't know if Nicotine is still around, but one of the guys in Nicotine screwed over a lot of people too, right? I forgot his name. If you remember his name, put it in the comments. But there you go, man. So there's so many of them. I actually I actually don't know... Uh, I don't know the guys from Nicotine. I know the band for sure. Uh, but I, Yeah. I don't um, know well, there was, at, at, there was a point where they all had... Uh, band names like Dirt Ahmed is Dirty and we still know him as Dirty but there was a bunch of other guys I think there was a guy called Lazy who was maybe the drummer I'm not sure uh, don't remember what the guy's name he was the guitar player man forgot his name Barham there you go he just put it down in the comments I was that, just gonna say there's some comments in there that SOB he screwed <laughs> yeah I think he screwed everybody he took God knows how much money from every person i know and he just disappeared man so there's a lot of different kind of you know guys like that who are in the scene who do stuff like that and the worst is musicians who kind of put down other musicians for no reason uh maybe it's an ego thing maybe it's uh i'm a better musician than you kind of thing i don't know but that's what i kind of stay away from that negativity so anyway anyway going back to the comments man There we go. I just did the unmute thing. I just did it right now. <laughs> uh, oh, did you put me on mute? I put myself on mute. And, oh, you put yourself. And couldn't unmute when you said go back to the comments. But we're back at the comments. Brendan saying, um, Adnan Kikas job on the production, man. It's top notch. Thank you, brother. Uh, I, I really, uh, I, I know there's a lot uh, more to add to grow eventually. I want to, I really want to like make this a proper production. One of the hardest things I find right now is actually having the conversation and also half my brain is still cutting the the uh, scenes, cutting the camera, adding the lower thirds and doing stuff like that. So um, I am still kind of uh, scattered when it comes to that. But hopefully if this thing does grow, if this thing uh, happens to, uh, to kind of be able to monetize somehow, I can get someone else on to uh, to help out with the with the production um and speaking of production 
Josh is saying, if you want something basic, go basic. Uh, OBS is pretty simple to use. Uh, if you want something that's a bit more complex like this, you're going to need to put in some time. There's tons of tutorial tutorials if you get lost. Absolutely. Um, because he's responding to uh, what uh, Adnan AD is saying. Uh, if you can make a video tutorial, because uh, I want to do this on my channel, I would love to learn from you. Absolutely. I can I can make a rundown, rig rundown video for you, bro. I would, I would be more yeah. more than happy to do that. Uh, uh, Uruj is saying videos in general is something I would like to learn <clears throat> and would definitely link up with you. I have a bunch of uh, tutorials already existing on this page. Um, if you want to check out uh, a couple of just like quick tutorials on, you know, Instagram stories, tips, and a couple of like Facebook vlog tips, I already have those things. But if you have anything in specific that you want to know, um, don't hesitate. Hit me up. Put it in the comments. Leave a leave a message on the page. I always respond to every single message that comes through. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely. I think I think. Passing on the knowledge of uh, of like something like a live stream or, or a vlog or something like that is one of those things that you I I think everyone should be <laughs> doing. Uh, everyone should have the tools to do um, something like this. This is this is I think that's the correct way to put it. I think like when I was watching your videos, uh, your vlogs uh, for for the new stuff for the sun, sound of nomad. Um, I, I immediately thought of a couple of things that I want to kick off uh, just as tips for, for the vlogs that you were doing. Um, and I immediately thought of how to give all the knowledge I have to kind of help you better those videos. That was my Oh, instinct. yeah, man. Oh, like bro, I would love to. Why, why didn't you ever do that? <laughs> I just I always I always find it a little in, invasive because I also don't want to be the guy that where you put out a video and I go uh, by the way if you uh, add a transition on I don't want to be that guy as well you know what I mean by the way I just I, I love the way you just uh, kind of changed your voice and went into like <laughs> professor mode but, no man I mean I wow if, uh, if you, please if you add, do uh, send me <laughs> if you add a cold open uh, for 15 seconds it'll really drive engagement <laughs> oh man uh, that's that, that that does sound like my fourth grade arabic teacher and it <laughs> sounded really good <laughs> but uh, no man please do and in fact i can't wait to hear any feedback good bad any tips tricks skills that you can share with me to improve that because i'm one of these guys who's listening to you talk about your setup and how you put this together and you know what you're trying to achieve with it because honestly i mean dude none of the stuff that i've done in terms of producing music or editing videos or designing whatever is stuff that i learned in a school or with a teacher it was all shit that i just kind of go on youtube trial and error fuck it up you know work it out uh that kind of thing and just to have someone like you give your tips and tricks and skills and uh how to improve something that i'm doing or what the other guys are doing would be amazing you should do just like an episode of that kind of thing uh not like an interview but more like a vlog video where you i know, I know you mentioned you've got a few already but yeah, yeah. good to hear stuff I mean, I mean, on on my uh, old YouTube stuff, I have ten years worth of, of daily videos. I've got, I've got 
thousands oh, of videos man. on that thing. I've, I I didn't stick to wow. them daily for for the whole uh, ten years, but there's a lot. You of did videos a on video there. every day for ten years? Not 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 consistently, no. So I I think I did like two years where it was every day, and then the other the other years were. Um, I split it between two different channels. We had a channel called That Guy in Head, uh, which was just a sketch channel with uh, with a friend and I. Um, we did yeah. very, very uh, non-productive, useless content. It was something that was funny to us and us only. <laughs> and um, it was bas- <laughs> basically inside jokes uh, that people, some for some reason, gravitated towards. And um, on my <laughs> on my channel, I would do like the behind the scenes of those videos. Uh, so sure. it was a very very uh, dynamic uh, setup there but they're still they're still on there they're still on youtube somewhere oh, i'm gonna go there. check them out for sure man. <laughs> i'm gonna go check them out after this you've got people already inboxing you for i think uh, oh yeah Ad- adnan ad about. says already inboxed thank you brother um i'll i'll check that out i'll uh, uh Uruj, Uruj, can you tell me how to pronounce your name i'm sorry i'm, I'm i we were talking about butchering names her name is pronounced Rouge. That's uh, Mrs. Khan right there for you. Oh, Mrs. Khan is in the house. <laughs> I, di- I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, thank you for tuning in from the other room. Uh, sorry for keeping him. <laughs> sorry for keeping him so long. Um, Khalid Tamim is saying three hours, fuckers, and uh, Ahmed is saying keep wow. it going. It has wow, been three it's been hours. Three hours. So that goes back to what I'm saying. uh, uh, So I'm going to cut you off. Since Ahmed is online, we were talking about music and exchanging songs. Uh, Your, what's his name? The singer, Neil. Neil, when I I last met him ages ago, I think it was a Comic-Con. We were talking Uh, about exchanging albums. Never happened. For those that don't know, uh, Neil from uh, from Nicotine. From Nicotine, yeah. Uh, I've not seen him around and I remember when we last said again it was one of those things that yo man I released a record yo man I released a record and we're gonna exchange it never happened I did listen to your stuff online uh, if, if you're part of that record let me know man I I would love to get the physical copy I looked for it in Virgin couldn't find it uh, so yeah if you've got one I'd happily pick it off you man or buy it off you or whatever I'm just I like having the physical stuff bro. I'm, so yeah, like know. we said like we said earlier if you have um I know you like collecting the the physical stuff but even if you guys just have a link to uh, to an indie band or even your own band Yeah. Stick it in the comments. We're going to be um I'm planning to do an episode where we go back through all the episodes and uh grab all the the links all that all the Oh, that's going to be a task, eh? Dude, I'm I'm going hardcore with this stuff. I want to grab all of them <laughs> and I want to do like a, a listening party. Uh, oh, even nice! If we, even if we get flagged, uh, we'll we'll stick on as long as possible. Listen to everyone's uh, indie bands. Listen. Hopefully, we don't get flagged because no one's signed, right? But I'll uh, yeah I'll yeah. Find a way oh, to that happened. That. that happened with somebody on the show. Uh, Sounds of Gate. Am I right? Yeah. So so uh, Wraith is signed to uh, to Universal Music. And mm-hmm. we didn't even play his music. We played a muted version of his music video that had just been mm-hmm. released uh, as as like a cutaway while he was telling me the story of the music video. And mm-hmm. three minutes later, as we were still talking about it, um, the I got a notification on Facebook saying that uh, your your video is being taken down. It's being suppressed. 
and one Why? by one I started getting uh, because Universal Music Group flagged it for what content ID the music the the visuals are are copyrighted so it was a music video it wasn't an audio thing yeah yeah it was it was the the video part of the music video <laughs> and it wasn't even the audio It was just the visuals, just basic uh, singing on mute, and while he was talking over it, and within within the context of, of this show, even it was uh, it was like this. It was within a frame, uh, so it wasn't it wasn't f- like full screen thing. And Universal Music Group got me. They yelled at me. Uh, the stream got taken down, <laughs> and then we had to rejoin about five minutes later. We had to end the stream and and kind of calibrate and come back. That's in. That's strange, man. Yeah, That's it was strange. Uh, and it, I mean, the, it was very quick. That's the th- the thing that got me was we had just shown that that part of the music video, and while we were still talking about it, it content ID'd it and t- took it down within three minutes of the stream. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I'm just reading the comments. Uh, Ahmed is saying Neil's a cool dude. He is a cool dude, but I haven't seen him around, so that's why I asked you, since you're on the comments and. Josh is asking Ahmed. They're having their own conversation, which is amazing. I, I <laughs> always say play... I, I love that stuff. <laughs> He's asking if they played in nicotine together, and Ahmed's like he was out. Bro, you got to get Ahmed on the show and you know dig deep into what he's been doing because I think he's got a bunch of stories to talk about too. Absolutely, and uh, Ahmed, uh, I, don't, I hope you don't mind me telling the story as well. Um, Ahmed's also starting. Uh, he wanted to start kind of a, a podcast. A conversation uh, kind of uh, platform on Instagram. Uh, he he asked me a bunch of stuff uh, about live live streaming. Um, anything I knew about Instagram, I don't know a lot about Instagram Live specifically because I didn't use that platform for for that purpose. Um, but he he was supposed to stream on Sunday. Ran into a couple of technical issues, but I think he's bringing it back, um, which is very cool. He's going to start talking about. Uh, like different topics uh, with different different uh, guests. Uh, Yo, can you link Instagram that in the live. comments or or inbox it to me? The the his show, Ahmed. Yeah, exactly, Ahmed. If if you're if yeah, he's he's right there, Ahmed. Uh, link your Instagram page in the comments, uh, and I'll pin it uh, for a while for those people that want to hit follow. He's 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 got a lot of interesting stories and not necessarily music. Um, I think the first episode was uh, about WCW and WWF from the 90s and how that influenced him and how that even influenced music eventually. And uh, you know, like it, it was such a such a great concept that I think. Uh, when the technical uh, issues are are out of the way, would be a very cool, uh, very cool podcast kind of interview thing uh, to to check out. Specifically, uh, if you're super into, uh, or if you're on Instagram, Instagram Live, yeah. uh, I know is is popping uh, these days. And yeah, uh, man, I, all social media stuff, right? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I choose I choose to stick to my Instagram. Uh, sorry, my Facebook tribe. Uh, <laughs> even though, even uh, even though everyone's uh, asking me to uh, to switch to YouTube and and Instagram, but we do have a, an Instagram page for the show where we're doing little nuggets uh, after the show. So I do like a one minute mm-hmm. recap kind of uh, highlight of, of of one of the topics uh, and post on Instagram just because a lot of people were asking for that. But other than that, I'm I'm super um, I'm super into Facebook, man. I still think it's a viable platform, and I I love the fact that uh, everyone's kind of um, 
held accountable um, on Facebook. Everyone's still uh, kind of uh, not. Yeah, everyone's kind of acting civil to some degree because it's your name. You have your name. You have your photo on there. Whereas YouTube, um, Devil Kitty Six Six Six, can be like, you know, racist comment here. No yeah, one's yeah, held. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one's held accountable. Bro, but, no one but, but you'd be you'd be surprised, man. I mean, uh, are you part of any of the animal groups on Facebook? Uh, yeah, yeah, the the cat rescue stuff. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> bro. My wife's super into that stuff. Yeah, some of those people really get fucked up, bro. <laughs> they do. They really, really do. Yeah, they do. And it's not it's not just the cats. It's even the, like pet pet owners in general. Even the same for dogs. I'm part of those groups, and some of them really get personal, man. And you're like, yo, calm the, you know, calm down and shit. So, bro, I wanted to ask you, uh, because you guys released a record like very recently i think i you released it technically during the time of corona isn't it like so what happened was, was yeah we were supposed to play a show uh with italian uh band called lacuna coil they were supposed to fly in from yeah. italy and play that was yeah. march march uh, 13th friday the 13th um in march and everything leading up to that show was like oh it's not that big of a deal it'll be fine it's not that big of a deal it'll be fine um even us we were kind of like it didn't hit us in terms of like the news didn't catch up with us yet mm-hmm. i think it was a week before the show uh the the italian band said they couldn't fly in um because of the travel ban from italy and uh, when that happened um josh uh had already flown in from germany or was already booked to fly in from germany um mm-hmm. And uh, and we had already paid for all the rehearsal space, uh, all our equipment, all that kind of stuff. So we were Wait, like, where you do know you guys what? rehearse? Uh, in the mix. We also rehearse in the mix. Um, so at that point, that's when I did. Uh, that's when we thought, you know what? Uh, Portable Mind, another band that was supposed to play the show, and us are ready to play. Uh, everyone's everyone's set to to put on a show. Why don't we try to find a smaller venue um, and? put on a show with just local bands without Lacuna Coil opening. Because at that time, we were also still yeah, not yeah, thinking yeah. that there's going to be any kind of lockdown. We weren't thinking yeah. uh, there weren't going to be gatherings and stuff like that. Um, so that's when I did that uh, that video that I posted on this page called What is a Scene? Because uh, before there was any restrictions... I remember uh, which, that. I remember that. Which I get now. I get that looking back, it sounds uh, ridiculous because I didn't know the the gravity or the the how big uh, the the issue was. But they they didn't either. They weren't um, uh, saying that you can't have a show because of the the current climate or because there are no gather- gatherings. But the venue came back and said you can't have a show because we don't want to put on a show with just local bands. And that's when uh, I kind of thought like. That's that's one of those like why why not just local bands and the the thing uh, that came back to us was local bands don't make enough revenue for the bar, uh, therefore they they can't be um, just local bands at a at a venue they don't want to they don't want to book it out to just local bands. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think it's and, a yeah. little more than that, but yeah. 
But yeah, so uh, that was that was leading all the way uh, up to your question. We released the album the weekend after that show was supposed to be scheduled, which is when we thought uh, we should we should do that uh, smaller venue show. Um, so March 20th, we released an uh, album called Sayonara. We released it on digital platforms independently. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't print any CDs. We printed a couple of T-shirts that are very uh, limited edition um, that we mm-hmm. haven't been able to, to put out to the, to the fans, to the family, to the tribe, because um, we can't send packages. Uh, we, we, we didn't want to be sending packages out willy-nilly in, the, in a climate like this. Um, but it's been it's been good. It's been it's been super. There there have been um, like two extremes where a lot of people are super supportive because of the current climate. Because we had a lot of shows booked um, and plans to to go to Europe and stuff like that right after the album. Wow. Um, wow. But uh, so a lot of people have been super supportive in terms of sharing the album because they know that we can't do that anymore. But at the same time, we're we're a live oriented band. We. We uh, were kind of ready to just be on stage and, and play the music to the, to the people and not being able to do that is, uh, especially now because we, we geared up for this album to be like the, the pinnacle, the pillar uh, that we base the, the live shows on. Um, and we went really hard and trying to book shows abroad. Uh, so I'm sure, yeah. man, it's not easy, bro. Europe, it, eh? What? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, if you go there, don't come back, man. I mean, I'm saying that in a good way. <laughs> no, bro, that's where, you're, that's where you belong with your scene and stuff, man. Think about it. Yeah, I, I mean, um, uh, Josh, uh, uh, our drummer, our clean vocalist, he's already in Germany. And uh, it's one of those things that I think if, if we had the chance to move, um, mm-hmm. at, least, at least two of the four are already ready to go one is already there and yeah i think um i think i don't want to speak uh on his behalf without him being here but i think uh, ali's uh ali's already on his way uh to wow. at some point so wow so it can it can be a, a viable option but you know it's i hope so i hope he goes it's uh, it's one of those things where we have to we have to wait and see especially now man i just had a kid uh, things uh, things change when you have a kid. Um, so I'm sure, we'll man. I'm sure. We'll bro. See how it goes. I'm sure. Um, is that is is that your first and only kid? First and only. Yeah, we have we have two cats other than him, but um, his his the first uh, first kid. Yeah. Amazing, man. Amazing. It must be great. It must be great. It is. It's a very interesting sensation, man. I don't think uh, I, I don't think anyone that I've asked before actually having him um, uh, kind of described it in a way where I felt after the fact that it, it matched. Like it's so hard to describe. It's such a weird feeling um, <laughs> to have to have like a a small undercooked human that is a part. <laughs> part of you and a part of the person you share your life with it's just a, such a weird like it's a very strange feeling if uh, if you guys have kids uh, in the comments um just <laughs> prayer hands <laughs> prayer hands and love hearts. Uh, it's, and comments reminds me i'm just gonna jump onto that uh Uruj is saying that apparently tiktok is the new sh- uh, if that's if that's how you say it but um but it is it is absolutely the new shit uh people on there are getting millions of views um 
the followers are going off the charts. I think uh, it's it's a much like uh, younger crowd. Um, Bro, I think it's it's a, I think it's a stupid crowd, man. I mean, I, I agree with her because I've had that discussion off TikTok with you know a couple couple of our relatives and friends and stuff, and I know it's the next big th- or it is the big thing, but. I've seen the content that's on it and it's so ridiculous, bro. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> is this what quality content has come to? Like people taking uh, audio bits from movies and other songs and kind of imitating it out and being funny. I mean, it's entertaining, but really? See, I think I think it, it, it sounds insane to us because we are literally currently doing the exact opposite of TikTok. We're doing a three-hour show where we talk about life, uh, music, inspiration, fears. Uh, you know what I mean? We're doing a three-hour show where people who are tuning in uh, can, can, can zone out, can go do something and come back. Uh, I think TikTok is uh, one of those things where, you know how they, they were saying uh, Instagram stories are crushing... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, attention spans. Mm-hmm. You swipe. Mm-hmm. You swipe a 15 second story. You don't even want to watch the full 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I think that's why it seems so crazy to us because for me, I'm long. I'm a long form guy. I'm a I'm a documentary series uh, kind of guy. I, I'm a okay. full length full length film kind of guy. So when I say a TikTok of someone doing one thing. Uh, for for 10 seconds i don't want to see other people doing the exact same thing for 10 seconds because that's basically what the platform is it's uh, some one thing goes viral everyone else does it and all those people kind of go viral as well based on how it's they like did the it. land of guinea pigs bro <laughs> that's what it, i mean i'll be honest i made I, I made a tiktok account because my brother-in-law uh who was staying with me a few months ago he was like bro it's it is this was in december so we were talking about it, and he's like bro it is the next big thing and he was showing me videos of how a couple of you know uh how do i say this a couple of youtube and instagram personalities were talking about how big it's gonna be and i was like all right let me make an account and see what it's all about so that's when i made an account and i was like i don't think i'll be able to do this man i mean i'm having i'm not having a tough time with instagram or facebook but um there's still stuff that i learned with those platforms every day TikTok was just like no man I don't know if I can do this but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think I don't think I'll be doing uh one of these dances anytime soon. Um let's let's jump back into the comments cuz Judy's saying uh is anyone here not a musician just a fan of music because I am not and I have been oh the comment slid up and I've been She said uh, I'm not hailing I've been this. this live yeah uh there's i think there's a bunch of non-musicians in the house um let us know if you're not a musician just a big fan of music uh judy is and i think katya liked her post so i'm assuming she's uh, she's agreeing with that um yeah same with the rouge man she's she's not a musician either so you're not alone judy and thank you and everyone else who's not a musician for sticking around you know watching and listening to bearded guys talk about <laughs> a bunch of things random I stuff think, <laughs> i think one of the coolest things uh, about this is i always like to uh to relate like we do talk a lot about music because that's something that i'm very uh close to um i'm yeah. in um so all my Same all my here. guests all my friends are, are musicians but i always think that uh i can relate 
uh, all the music talk to, to regular life, like everything we're talking about, the 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 struggle um, of 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 being a full time musician, for example, you can apply that to a full time photographer. You can apply that to a full time videographer, content creator, and of any <coughs> sort. Um, uh, it, whether whether you're um, like Judy saying she spent all day uh, in a class classes, she's a teacher. Um, wow. We, we could talk about like just the 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 struggle of a of a hard hard works day days hard work hard work day, days hard work it's 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 all the same to me like it's when when you're going out trying to to do the work and become be productive and inspire and motivate at the same time it's just it's one of those things that crosses uh genres and boundaries and even professions to some degree i think uh brendan saying non-musician here um Khaled saying I'm not a musician. Get out. Exactly. Judy's I fucking knew it. Get I knew it, man. <laughs> I knew it, Khaled. <laughs> Mike is saying, oops, phone and headphones died. Glad you guys are still on. Uh, I'm a jelly donut. I don't know what that, that means. <laughs> Welcome back, jelly donut. We're Welcome. still here. And uh, just, just for the people who, I don't know, I, I'm guessing everybody knows Khaled. Like, who the fuck doesn't know Khaled? But Khaled is a brilliant musician. We've he's also... He's also uh, been a staple uh, in these uh, in these episodes in these live streams. Even the people that don't know him uh, in real life uh, has become uh, a, a, a staple in the comments section of of these. <laughs> I live remember streams. this. Uh, there was this one time when we were playing a gig in music room. I think this was towards the last few days of the music room or something like that. Um, oh, there was a beep. Did something happen? No, it's. I'm checking if everything's still okay. Yeah, we're okay. I don't know if you're stuck or uh, just really contemplating the comment section. I think he's stuck. <laughs> he is stuck. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's stuck. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you guys until until we figure out if Khan is still uh, stuck or if he's gonna have to call back. Um, uh, Judy is saying Tamimi goof. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a he's a special a special kind of goof. Um, I ha- had the pl- privilege of uh, being in a band with him. He was uh, the first drummer in our band Svengali. Um, if you guys go to YouTube and. Uh, and search for our old music videos specifically uh i think if you look for sirens you could see him playing live uh in in the music room of all places so that's uh that's something you guys have to check out for sure um man the music room that place was a blessing from ahmed yeah dude it was we talked about it earlier in the stream a little uh, a little while ago but uh that place that place was a blessing until we didn't realize the just how good we had it until it was gone i think as soon as as that place closed down all the musicians uh realized just just how important that place was brendan saying khald is a pro commenter yes he is he absolutely is he's a part of the conversation just as much as you are man and i think this is one of i said this again um one of the coolest things about about the show is that Everyone, everyone is part of the show. Everyone is part of the show, and that's why I want to keep it live. I, I thought about doing like a pre-recorded uh, vo- podcast, vodcast, whatever this is, um, and then uploading it 
and uh, using that as as the the live stream, kind of doing that Facebook premiere uh, thing where you guys get to see it all uh, live, but it's pre-recorded. And I thought that won't work. This is the whole point of Unmuted is you guys being part of the conversation. And I think the introducing you to a bunch of uh, my crazy, uh, you know, creative friends is is the biggest part that I like. And like I said, you know, the, the staples of uh, of the live stream. Some uh, some people are are super super active. Um, Khan just uh, wrote, "Be back in a few minutes in the comments." So we'll uh, we'll wait for him uh, to come back. But man. Uh, I think I think one of the things um, one of the things I really enjoyed about this uh, this series is uh, it's just being able to to really have conversations with you guys because I know a lot of you from from even the vlog days uh, from when I used to work with uh, other people and uh, when you guys came over to to this page. Uh, you know, sharing the stuff I did with Tara and uh, the trips we had to the states, the kid, all that stuff. You guys have been a part of part of my journey for so long, um, but we never had like a super back and forth conversation. Whereas this podcast allows me to to sit, uh, not only just read the comment and respond to it in another comment, but respond to it live, and we kind of uh, go off on a tangent together, uh, where where we can trail off into into. A, conversation uh, wherever that may lead so i think that's that's one of the coolest things about this uh, this platform and why why i will always do it live um tamimi is uh saying i love you jude is saying my favorite place um uh, josh is saying so is everyone still doing the venga boys cover <laughs> Josh is referring to something that uh, that we talked about on an Instagram live uh, the, that one time I did it um, with uh, Muhammad Taifi who's a guitarist of a band called Asper Casper. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're all we're all doing Venga Boys. We're we're going to do a metal version of the Venga Boys uh, the Venga Bus is back in town. Um, and we're we're going to do it very soon. And uh, Josh and Tamimi and all the musicians that have been a part of this live stream are going to be in that cover as well, or a part of that cover. Sorry. So uh, uh, let, let's jump. Let's jump uh, into the comments with you guys. You ask me whatever the hell you want. You ask me uh, any, no holds barred. AMA. Ask me anything, um, and we'll uh, we'll kick it off that way until uh, Han is back, and then I think. Um, I want to talk to him just quickly about uh, about um, the the different platforms that he goes through. That he does YouTube, he does a bunch of other things. So I'm gonna uh, talk to him about that. Um, but before that, before that, hit me up with a bunch of questions. He just sent me a message saying, "Let me in. Let me. Let's let him in." I didn't realize he was uh, he was waiting there. Um, but let's let's keep the questions coming. Let's uh, any question, no holds barred, uh, nothing off limits. Khan is back. There you are. What's up, man? Just gonna try to your thing. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, we'll. Uh, I'll wait for you to to set that up while I uh, just finish the conversation with the guys. Um, 
Uh, my bad. I thought it was here. I don't know what that means. Uh, Josh. Oh, you're talking about the Venga Boys cover. Um, yeah. No, it was uh, it was over on uh, on uh, Instagram Live instead of here. But we we definitely need to to do it. We're not we're not messing around here, guys. We are not messing around. We're gonna do this cover somehow. Um, I'm halfway through a tub of Mao Brownie Baskin Robbins ice cream. A tub? Khalid, a tub of it? How big is a tub, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> Quarantine bod. Yeah, I can relate to that. I could absolutely relate to that. Um, Mike is asking, what was it like in the days when you guys were first starting out? Um, for me, uh, a lot of it was just uh, me trying to figure out the craft. Because um, I don't know if uh, if we spoke about it this, in this episode, but I definitely mentioned it in the other ones where I I never wanted to be a person that was a certain instrument. Like I never wanted to be a guitarist. I never wanted to be a bassist, a drummer, a vocalist, whatever. Um, so it was it, there was a lot of like internal dialogue of what the hell I actually want to do. And then I eventually realized that I just liked creating music and like the production side of music, not the technical production, but like uh, arrangement of, of a song and lyrics and stuff like that. Um, but when I was first starting out, I was actually in uh, Doha, Qatar, which is where I met Nasser from the last episode. And um, it was a super, super small, uh, very... Uh, I'm talking like a handful of people kind of scene. And in that scene, um, other than Nasr Mistrihi, there had been, uh, I think, two other bands that have ever uh, played there. Um, I don't know if... Um, I don't know if there was... Uh, uh, there was a battle of the bands at one point, and I think there was three bands playing at the American School. Um, so it was a very, very dry... Uh, kind of uh, scene Khan uh, just give me a thumbs up whenever you're ready and uh, I'll link you back um, so it was it was just a very dry kind of scene and um, there there wasn't very uh, there wasn't very f- many musicians um, around me for me to learn from kind of thing Khan's back give me a mic check there well I'm going to be using the the built in mic can you hear okay. it? Or do you want me yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds good. I'm going to turn you down a bit. It sounds a little louder than the other one, but other than that, we're good to go. Um, I'm just going to read one more comment before we jump back there. Uh, I remember the first time you held a guitar. Jamal uh, Big J Wolfie is in the house, um, who was who was uh, also uh, in Qatar back in the day. Um, has been has been through thick and thin uh, with me. His uh, one of those people that saw the the first couple of times I made any kind of music, <laughs> which is very rare to have. I think very rare to see uh, to to still be in contact with someone when I, I Big J re- remind me uh, or correct me if I'm wrong. I think he actually was there when I bought my first guitar. He was in the store with me. We we picked it out together. I'm pretty sure that was the case. I feel you on the competition aspect. Uh, that's all we had before MySpace and YouTube. Yeah, man, uh, it would have uh, it would have worked out for the, for the better if we had a lot more people um, kind of contributing to it. But we just didn't. It was Doha, Qatar, uh, in uh, like 15 years ago. So it was uh, it was a very very different time 
especially for like rock and metal musicians, you don't get a lot of people saying, "Hey, um, except for Nasser Mustarihi, <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a rock and metal musician uh, coming out of Doha, Qatar." <laughs> I do have, um, I do have a person lined up uh, for the podcast, which I'm very excited about. His name is Ahmed or Seth. He goes by the name Seth, um, who has a podcast. Seth, yeah, he has a he has a podcast called Sit Down with Seth uh, on YouTube, uh, which is also like a live stream, also uh, very very similar to Unmuted. Um, who also is a guitarist in a metal band there, and they started a concert series. I believe it was called The Arrivals um, or Arrival. Uh, who's who's coming on this podcast? And I'm very curious to talk to someone from. My old uh, hometown, uh, not hometown. I mean, I, I did high school there, but uh, to see like how rock and metal musicians are even uh, are doing it nowadays. I don't I don't know if they they have shows. If I don't know if they've because uh, I know a lot of people from there come to Dubai or the UAE for uh, the bigger uh, international shows. So I don't know how their local scene is holding up. Really? Yeah, it should be it should be interesting. No, I meant like bands come from Jordan. You're talking about Jordan, right? Uh, no, Qatar. I, I did high school in Qatar. Okay. I th- for some reason, I thought you were talking about Jordan. I've, there are, uh, man, Jordan has some pretty cool bands too. I worked with one of them, which is called Autostrad. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. I know Autostrad. Very cool band. They're so good live, man. They're so good live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, good music. There's a lot of good um, filmmakers. There's a lot of amazing, uh, talented people from the Middle East. Um, whether they're from the Middle East or just based in the Middle East, that um, that somehow uh, always end up flying under the radar. I'm not sure how it happens, uh, but um, but that's part of that's part of the the journey, right? That's part of this show. That's part of everything. Is just how do we get more uh, eyeballs? How do we do more things together? How do we collaborate? That's always part of uh, what every band wants to achieve is to kind of get their music to have a bigger outreach. But uh, I think the important thing would be to just keep keep doing what you love in terms of performing and writing and creating music or whatever art form you do. Because, I mean, being discovered is not... There's no formula to it. It's not like there's a book that says this is, these are the steps you got to take before you get discovered. I mean, I've seen a lot of these YouTube videos on, you know, what to do to get a hundred thousand followers or what to do to get I don't know uh, an X amount of uh, likes or shares or eyeballs. The same thing. I think that that's something that has to happen naturally, and it will happen as long as you keep doing what you love. It's going to take time. For some people, it might happen sooner. Some people might happen later, but the key is not to give up, man. I was uh, telling you a story about Khalid until about, my battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to keep going with that story right now. Funny goofball that he is. So my drummer, who was this timid little guy, uh, super nice guy, never picked a fight with anyone. Uh, you know, if you would tell him to do something, he would do it. <laughs> he was we were playing the gig and I think we were down to our last song or second last song and I was hammered and I was on stage and I was doing my thing and Sean's doing his thing and I think I think if I remember correctly Ali was playing bass with us on that gig 
and there was a point where I stopped singing and I don't know, something had happened on stage. Ah, the security, the bouncer came running up to the stage for music room. And he was a fun guy. And he started screaming and shouting and I'm like half pissed drunk trying to remember my lyrics. And I'm like, dude, what are you saying? And he kept pointing at the back. <laughs> so I turned to my left. And when I turned to my left, I saw my drummer standing like off stage if you remember the music room there was that staircase where going up to the pool area and yeah, he's standing yeah, yeah. there and I'm, I'm like what the fuck and I turn around and I see Khalid Tamimi on the drum kit and he's like keep playing keep playing keep singing and I'm like bro you, you don't even know our songs and he's like yeah just keep going and I was like what the fuck's happening <laughs> and it was one of the best moments I had with Khalid and he's there if he remembers that I was like we need to have more of those kind of gigs and parties where you just go and have fun <laughs> Man, like I said before, when this thing is over, we're throwing some massive, massive shows, massive parties, uh, celebrating everyone. Uh, and, and in a weird way, the social distancing thing has, uh, I said it before, it's like physical distancing, but the social part has actually uh, been been closer. I think we've never been closer as a community. We've never been closer as as a, a, a creative, uh, a, like, uh, Gener- this this massive not a, not generation because we're all from different generations but this massive clump of, of creatives have started to come together and collaborate and do things like uh, the bathroom sessions, the bedroom sessions, uh, live streaming interviews, all that kind of stuff it's it's kind of it's, it's actually brought us closer together as, as a community which I think is super interesting yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if, like, I, we, we, I think we started this whole episode talking about it, but who would be watching this right now and thinking that you and I have never hung out? Like, we've never spent this much time, as much as we have doing this episode, like, yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you guys think you're, uh, this is from Mike in the comments you guys think you you're seeing a sort of a gradual rise which will eventually plateau into a beautiful in a beautiful way um is this uh this is a comment about um the growth mike let me know what what this this was about was this about the music or the uh, the podcast uh let me know and i'll respond to that uh, right away but uh, Tamimi is saying the tub has been conquered 48 ounces he just ate 48 ounces of ice cream thank you for keeping us in the loop with that um, Ahmed saying I'm still waiting to collaborate with you Adnan absolutely man uh, I, I'm always down to collaborate I'm always down to uh, to do fun stuff I remember you and I actually did collaborate over uh, Desert Experiment we did a song together I believe it was a system of a down cover um, I wish I had the footage to cut to, but um, we'll find a way. We'll find a way to collaborate again eventually. Uh, this is the best. That is the best story to Mimi. <laughs> Judy's saying that is the best story. It was, and uh, it explains to Mimi at the top of the show saying, do you remember the shots from the music room? I think this ties it all in together because he said, he just said, that was the shots. <laughs> So yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike just uh, clarified it. Growth of the music scene in the podcast. Um, yeah, I I genuinely try not to uh, to think of of the growth part of of the things I do. Uh, I know that sounds counterproductive, but 
I, I try and I at least try not to make the growth part of the reason I do it. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. But um, the the I think the the things like this podcast uh, help things like the music scene, and I think as long as people are doing indie uh, magazines, indie reviews, indie podcasts, uh, trying to support their scene in different ways. Um, things like the the thing I used to do. Have you seen that? Where I'd interview bands after the show, uh, do a, do a couple of reviews on on Fried stuff like that. I think those things go a long way, and that's kind of what creates a scene. Um, unfortunately, we don't have the option of a of a live venue, um, live uh, show kind of thing uh, happening in the UAE just because of permits and things like that. But that's next to conquer. But um, as long as we have Uh, people like Khan, people like myself, people like Tamimi, um, people like Ahmed doing things where it's uh, for the scene, by the scene kind of attitude where it's uh, supported by people like like Mike and, and uh, Judy and Joy and everyone else. I think, I think, um, I think it'll eventually uh, grow. Absolutely. I think, I think the hard work uh, we, we put into this Um, isn't only just to grow uh, for us. It's also because it's something good for for the entire block. It's something good for for the whole creative community. And uh, yeah, whether whether it's music, podcasts, vlogs, like I'm down. I'm down to support anyone in any way I possibly can. I hope that answers the question, bro. Uh, Khalid saying, Adnan, I sent you a pic. Not sure if you can post it here. Where did you send me? <laughs> where did you send me a pic? I'm not sure if I can post it. Um, Tamimi, did you did the did they let you play? How did you do it? Uh, Judy is asking Tamimi, uh, did they let you play and how did you do it? Um, but about uh, Tamimi jumping off, jumping on stage, oh, not off it stage. It wasn't a question about us letting him play. I mean, he was he was already there. He was already playing, and he was. Telling us what to do, so it was uh, it was a very memorable moment. Man. <laughs> He did great, by the way. He's a great musician. I'm just trying to get this photo uh, that Tamimi sent me. Yeah, uh, I want to be, see that photo too. To be um, up on screen. I just wanted to add to your point to Mike regarding the music scene. I mean, the music scene here for me has always been. It's like, I mean, it's, it goes up and down and everything, but I think when it comes to him asking about growth, I would say if, if you do anything, just try to have more focus on consistency rather than growth. Because as long as you're consistent and you keep doing it, eventually you will think of where to take it and how to take it and if it can get bigger and better. But I think the important thing is to make sure you have that consistency that, okay, it's not a phase. It's not something I'm doing today and I'm just trying it out because I'll be honest, as, as someone who likes to be creative or, you know, do stuff which is creative, it, it happens. You kind of get bored with stuff after a while. So, yeah. Okay, I'm going to attempt to cut to the photo that Tamimi sent me. Uh, hopefully this doesn't mess up. Uh, anyway, as as, uh, as you guys know, I'm still very, very new to this um Uh, live streaming stuff but here we go tell me let me know if this uh, if this works or if it doesn't and cut to that that's the photo he sent me so that 
is uh, is the shots that he was talking about. That's oh, the. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think, oh, wow. I, think I think that's on screen now. Oh, you see, you see the guy who's uh, who's on my left. By the way, I'm a guy who's got the, the, the short beard. beard. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a guy on my left. Uh, his name is Greg. He just moved, literally in the building across me and JM. He's from a band. Uh, what was it called? Fuck, how can I forget? His name is Greg, Greg Brown. I'm trying to remember his band's name. I think they were based in Abu Dhabi. Really cool guys. But yeah, just that's another musician to add to the JVC list. It, it's awesome. It's awesome when uh, when things come full circle, like the reminiscing and the, and the the connection and stuff. Khalid Tamim is saying Daisy Grimm. Daisy that's Grimm, the that's them. Yeah, I think Daisy Grimm. Disbanded a while ago, but he's done some solo music, which I'll, I'll share with you guys uh, in the comments at some point. But he's doing well, man. And the guy who's on my right, uh, he kind of screwed us over with uh, uh, he, when we were making the first record, when we were making the only record for Chronicles. But that's a different story. Uh, Dahi, his his uh, our audio engineer. He's your audio engineer. Yeah, he's he's my guy. He's uh, he's the one who did our audio uh, when we did Can't the uh, Sepultura, the Sepultura show. Well, we we should get him in the conversation. I'm gonna try and get him uh, on uh, on in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we can clear the air. No, he's a he's a good guy. I think it might have been a while ago when he was just starting out, but uh, he's a he's a solid dude. He's done us a lot of uh, a lot of solids. A lot of uh, amazing shows, and he's ready to take on like uh, anything we throw at him. He's he's been really good to Zvengali for sure. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd love, yeah, for sure, bring him on. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a conversation. Um, man, we've been going for almost four hours right now, so uh, I think I think we're gonna need. On my, on my, it doesn't show more than three hours, so I don't know how long it's been. But that's amazing, it's, man. Three three hours forty seven minutes right now. Um, we're the we're almost. Uh, I think I don't know if uh, if Judy kept count, but we're at five thousand four hundred eighty nine uh, follows out of six thousand. So this uh, this uh, the sharing, uh, the invites, all the stuff that you guys did have been absolutely amazing. Um, uh, if if you guys missed uh, what I was talking about, um, because I, I talked about it at the top of the show, we have a new. Uh, goal we have a goal for this channel for the tribe to hit 6k uh, in the next couple of episodes so if you uh, if you guys enjoyed it if you guys stuck around uh, for this long hit uh, the like and um, uh, invite some people invite some people to join the tribe invite some people who would like having long ass conversations about life and music and all kinds of stuff Um, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up uh and and dude i think we need a like a part two and a part three uh at some point and we're gonna have to have a lot more uh things ready uh for for the cutaways because i wish i had a lot more videos of the stuff that we talked about uh, or or at least uh some reference that i can cut back to so i think now 
so now we, we need to invite a bunch of people uh, and have a, a bigger discussion uh, about about music and about life and about the scene in the UAE for yeah, sure. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, before we go, I just want to give another shout out to Ahmed as well. He just put a comment down, and I wanted to say, bro, uh, you don't have to thank me. I want to thank you as well for sticking around in the scene, and I hope that we get to bump into each other, and or hopefully after this whole things, you know, kind of gets back to normal, we can plan out a. A hangout because that's what I think we're all literally virtually doing right now is just hanging out. Um, uh, if you don't yeah. mind, if you don't mind, Khan, reading the message, uh, reading the comment. Sorry, just for the listeners, the oh, people that are that, aren't that, seeing. Uh, Khan, I wanted to thank you for letting us know about the experiences you've had in the scene. Hope we can meet soon and talk about all the old days. Uh, so I was just replying to him that yeah, bro, it's a pleasure to be here, and you don't have to thank me. I mean, it's, it's thanks to you actually who kind of put this together and uh, all the other one all everyone who's kind of tuned in and commented and uh there's going to be some great memories from the old days and there's hopefully going to be some great memories in the next couple of days as well uh which is i think what we should be looking forward to and uh, you know the funny thing <laughs> i just realized that even though we've been talking for three and a half hours uh i didn't get to tell you about the song that I've been working on solo, which is called Bleed, but we leave that for another conversation. <laughs> no, let, let, let's at least uh, let, let's at least tell everyone where they can check it out, where where if it's when it's dropping, any of that stuff. I don't know, when it, bro. I was supposed to. I was hoping that I would release it in April. By the way, the song Bleed. It's not a chronicle song. It's something I've just been working on on my own. So it's very different. It's not rock. It's not metal. Uh, but. Uh, was supposed to come out by now. I didn't release it. I wanted to actually ask you because you released uh, the Svengali album last month, and I was like, you know, what was your thought process releasing that? Because for me, I was like, fuck, everyone's in lockdown. Should I release it? And the reason I, I one part of me was like, I should release it because everyone's at home and they can listen to it. But on the flip side, I was like. But I won't get to play that song live, and that was like one of the reasons I didn't want to release it. And I was like, okay, what the fuck to do? So you can't really find it online. So it's okay that we didn't talk about it. But <laughs> uh, hopefully, if we ever do a part two or when we hang out, it'll be out, and you guys can let me know what you think. Well, I'll I'll uh, I'll vouch. Uh, uh, no, I'll pitch. Sorry, that's the word I was looking for. I'll pitch you an idea. Uh, tomorrow we don't have a live stream. Um, but how would you like to live stream the song to all our homies on the tribe here? Play it live from your place, plugged in, live streamed to the tribe. Something we can save or not save, depending on how you want to do it. But we could do a little uh, countdown. Let us know in the comments if you guys would love to hear uh, Han's uh, brand new song called Bleed. Um, as son, uh, not son, I say son because that's the acronym, Sound of Nomads. <laughs> um uh give us give us a comment but i think i think we should i think you've been on on this show for long enough everyone's into it everyone's obviously stuck around let's give them a show let's give them a show on this platform and we can even cross uh what's it called cross post it uh between sounds of nomads uh facebook page and and the tribe right here and it'll go out to both of those platforms at the same time 
Yeah, that'd be cool, man. I don't know. It depends if everyone wants to hear it, but yeah, I don't. I don't mind. Uh, we got a fuck yes. See. We got a yeah, dude. No. Let's hear it. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm in. I'm in like furniture and down like Newton's law. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a funny way of putting we, it. We got another one. Play it, mofo. Come on, guys. Who wants to who wants to see? Because we don't have an episode scheduled for tomorrow. So instead of uh, an, uh, going uh, empty tomorrow and then waiting for uh, Wednesday for an episode, live stream Khan performs for the tribe. Dual stream between his page or and my could, page. Or we could release it tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, the song's ready. It's just I've never put it out there. So even if I don't get to play it, I can just give it to you. You can give you can share it with everyone. I don't know. I don't know. Give me ideas. That 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 was my pitch, man. We and Judy saying duh. Wife says do it. Ahmed says let's hear it. Uh, Tamim is doubling down, saying wife said do it. So uh, the hammer has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll touch base uh, tomorrow. See if we could yeah, find out. Yeah fine-tune the the technical aspects of plugging the guitar in and the mic and all yeah. the live stream stuff but here we go we're 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 spreading the word we're enjoying uh, the conversation Cheers. and i think i think one of the cool things would be to play a show together so to speak at least play a show um it, it, think of me as the the venue think of uh, the tribe as the crowd and we're we're playing a show we're playing a show together but um, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll definitely let you guys know if that's something that could happen. Or if he just releases the song. We'll also uh, link it uh, in the comments of this video. And I it'll am. be up on my page uh, as soon as it's out. But dude, yeah. what a pleasure. It's been an amazing conversation. It's been an awesome time hanging out. Thank you to everyone sure, in, the, in the comments. Thank you to everyone that's joined the conversation for all the questions and everything you guys are, uh, are bringing to the table. Um, I think, I think th this is definitely the longest episode we've ever had. Uh, so <laughs> it's definitely out there. Um, thank you to everyone that stuck through uh, the whole thing. Thank you to everyone that ping-ponged in and out. Um, definitely check out uh, Sounds of Nomads. Sound of Nomads. Uh, he's uh, linked in, in the description and also you can see his uh, his handle on, on the screen right now um, if you give me a little a little point on your screen if you see where it is just yeah that sound of nomads uh, Han come on I'm trying oh. to get you to point yeah there what you mean? go yeah 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 <laughs> there it is am I pointing in the right direction you're pointing in the perfect direction. That's exactly where it is. Ooh. Oh, perfect. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so check, check all his stuff out. He's got a bunch of vlogs. If you want to check out the behind the scenes stuff on his YouTube channel under the same name, uh, his, uh, his other project, his other band called Chronicles of Han, um, already have an album out and, uh, and a bunch more content online that you should check out. Dude, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Hey, out. thank you for having me, man. It's uh, I didn't expect it to go on this long, but it, the time just flew, uh, and it's been it's been great, man. Talking about music and stuff we like. So thank you so much. Hopefully we get to do this again. Absolutely, absolutely. There'll definitely be a part two. 
thank you guys for sticking around i'll hopefully see you have a good night stay safe stay home i guess still i don't know absolutely stay safe. <laughs> stay safe uh to everyone that's on the on the front lines thank you and um we'll see you guys either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow where uh wednesday i have ahmed from medic coming on the show uh his his from uh, a, a metal band a progressive metal band in egypt he's going to be tuning in from egypt so i want to learn more about the egyptian metal scene and how he's holding up over there um love you guys so much thank you for everything and uh we'll see you tomorrow or the day after <laughs> good night y'all and outro. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out.